out in a bit of a limb, back near the inside, down the straight, but ran through the line well, up to 1,400 metres from a good draw. 11 each way for me. 16 El Rocco, he's resumed gelded and he's in terrific form. He's obviously very competent on rain-affected ground. He's got to translate that to firmer ground here by this stage of the day. We'll know whether the, the rain's arrived, but I think he's going well and he's got to go in. 12, I could do better. First run for the Matty Raymond stable. The jump outs in the Western Districts have been with a bit of intent, but I've been impressive. Rast of gear changes with the, the blinkers coming off and three Palenko's been consistent in these type of races for a few weeks now, sometimes without much luck. Tough finish. 11, 16, 12 and 3. Okay, uh, a look there at nine races from Caulfield today. Warren, I might just uh, I might stay with you for your, vest, uh, your best in value on the day. Well, it was a, a tough day to find a best. I've settled on race three, number four, she's all class. I think it's the, the right race for her to break through. A couple of odds that I, I fancied during the day. Race five, number seven, man in the mirror. Race nine, number 11, unanimous. I think they're both each way plays during the course of the day. The best race three, number four, she's all class. Okay, Mark, what about your best in value? Same as me. Uh, Richard, I'll go the best race three, number four, she's all class. And the value race five, number seven, man in the mirror. Uh, they're racing at Wodonga today, Mark, and you're making us wait till the last for a horse you think that should get the cash. Well, you should have waited longer last week, Richard. That one was disgraceful down at Maui, but... Um, yeah, wait for the last race, seven, number two, Anthemic. It's a a very weak race. Eaton St. Moritz are in the same race last time. Oh, you, I would think Anthemic has to beat that horse home off that run. And the, not much depth, it should be winning the last race. Race seven, number two, Anthemic sits there at uh, a $3 uh, fixed favourite in the last of the day. Mark, Warren, thank you guys. Much appreciated. And uh, all being well, we'll speak next Saturday morning. Thanks, Richard. Thanks, Richard. Good on you guys. Mark Hunter, Warren Huntley. And um, look, for those, yeah, for those who uh, ask um, how Dean Lester's going, uh, I think Dean's sort of uh, slowly but surely um, getting back on track, uh, certainly with his Melbourne commitments. And, uh, of course, we'd, um, we, we love having Warren's thoughts. He's a terrific judge himself, Warren Huntley. And uh, when Dean Cannon is available, um, we'd obviously love to have him back on our show because we know how popular he is um, amongst the listeners. Um, behind the Gates isn't too far away. And our uh, we're Really, our multi horses soon half gave them up through uh, the Sydney preview. Now, just start to flick your text in if you if you want to pick Darren Flandell's brain, or you're wondering what Chantel Buckley thinks because she'll be uh, she'll be there today uh, up close with these horses. We'll get a good look at these horses. Um, you might well, you, you might strangely want my opinion, or even Hurl's opinion on on some of these horses. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Flick us a text. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Get involved in Behind the Gates and uh, we wish the punters panel multi all the best of luck for today. Uh, if you've had a bet there and we'll uh, reveal our Behind the Gates multi. I like the look of it today. The dividend is $7. The dividend is $7 for today's um, Behind the Gates multi and it's a, it's a it's, it's easy to say now. They look good every week, um, but this week especially good. We'll take a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday and come back on the other side with Michael Maxworthy's preview of Eagle Farm. Introducing Australia's Most Wanted. Unanimously judged as Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. Winner of Wheels Car of the Year. And the Kia Sportage drives Car of the Year. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. It's winter racing and it's time to play. 
This Saturday for races one to four at Rose Hill Caulfield and Eagle Farm. Place a tote win bet, and if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on races one to four at three big tracks this Saturday, only with Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. TNC's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1800 858 858. G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. People often ask me, how did a footballer go from sticking his head into a scrum to making pies? Well, it goes back to when we were just so sick of getting pies that all it was was pastry and no meat. So I teamed up with my brother Nathan and we created a pie which is deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin and filling which is just bursting with flavour. You can find us in Coles and Woolworths but only in the chilled meals section. If you can't see us, grab the manager and say, where are the Garlow's Pies? Because at Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Victor Lodorum, new to Dali, an undefeated Group 1 winner at two, winning the same Group 1 as proven sires Wooden Bassett and Siuni. A Group 1 winner at three, winning the same Group 1 as his sire Shamadel, but in track record time. A son of Shamadel from the family of Shamadel, who won the same Group 1 as Shamadel. Victor Lodorum, a Group 1 victor at two and three by Shamadel, new to Dali in 2022. Racing HQ brought to you by the Kosciuszko. Tickets now available in venue or on the Tab app. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. 25 minutes to 10 here on Racing HQ Saturday. Due to the morning rattles by, it's time to talk all things Brisbane racing today. Eagle Farm is the venue where we are on a good form. Jim Roberts saying there's a chance of a few showers, a bit of rain around for the day. Let's check in with a man who is closer to the action than we are. Michael Maxworthy, good morning to you. Good morning, Richard. Yep, spot on. It is overcast here at Eagle Farm. And around about lunchtime, they were tipping we might get some rain, maybe around about 10 mils. So we'll have to see what happens. It'll take a fair bit to tip us into the, the soft range. Um, at worst, it might go to a soft five this afternoon. But right now, it appears to be a perfect winter surface, a good four. And uh, keeping an eye on the weather, but we're all set to go. We've got a lot of different form lines to match up today. Let's get stuck in. We start with race one, 28 minutes past 11 for a group of three-year-olds here in a benchmark 72, 1,500 metres. Number four, hell of a dancer, Jim Byrne. Chris Lee is a $1.80 fixed favourite. Number one, Mashani Persuasion, 5.50. Number two, Like a Lark at 5.50. And number five, Better Deal, at $5.50 a year. Want any black figures about Hell of a Dancer, Maxi, or is that about right? Oh, uh, look, probably, I'd want black figures, I think, um, but everybody saw her run last start, and that's the form line that I'm looking at here, but I'm giving, uh, like a lark, a slight edge on Hell of a Dancer. Uh, they competed against each other here over the slightly short of 1,400 two weeks ago on the race run by Billionaire Baby, and Hell of a Dancer was very good. She didn't have a lot of room late, but she was working to the line nicely, so the extra distance was not going to be a problem. She finished about a length and a quarter in front of my selection today in Like a Lark, but I think the circumstances today are a little bit different. Like a Lark drew gate nine that day, and he went back to last to try and offset the awkward gate, and as they tend to do in these 1,400-metre races here in small fields in particular, they slacken the tempo, and he was busy pulling for the first 1,000 metres um, but still, he was only beaten two lengths in the wash-up. I'm thinking today, from a, a better gate up to 1,500 metres, I think they'll let like a large stride to the lead here. I did see, did see him win a, 
thousand metre jump out when leading around about a month ago. So I think yeah, that's their best opportunity to get him to relax a little bit when he's out in front, maybe on his own, and not reliant on horses sort of backing the tempo off. So I think if he makes his own luck, I'm happy to go with him at the five dollars fifty rather than the one dollar eighty on offer about Hell of a Dancer. I do think one of them will win it. Putting in better deal, number five, who maps well here. And then number one, Mashani Persuasion, who could appreciate the extra distance today. But for me, it's either two or four, then five and one. Let's go to race number two, a benchmark 90,000 metres. This is a race and a half. Number five, Ice in Vancouver, $1.85 fixed, $2 the tote. Number two, F Troop at three forty. Gee, brave person to dismiss Racecourse Road here. As the weight, I know, but $5.50. Give it the other two. Number seven, Shamrock Lou at $9. And number four, Genzai the Wolf for the upset at $23. Michael, what are you thinking? Yeah, well, you, you, you called him winning that jump out, that dirt jump out at Eagle Farm. It was a trial, actually, um, back a few weeks now. And since then, he's had another trial, Racecourse Road, and he hesitated at the start. That's the problem with him. He's very hit and miss at the start. Um, look, I think that's too short for ice in Vancouver. And putters, if you like him, I'd be thinking he, he could push towards even money. Um, I think there will be a little bit of support for Racecourse Road and F Troop today. But he's hard to oppose on ice in, in Vancouver. He's been beautifully handled by Cody Morgan. Six wins from 11. He likes all ground. Does worry you a little bit. He carries bandages, but I believe that's only as a precaution. He had a tendon injury from a paddock injury as a young boss, apparently. So Cody's just trying to protect him a little bit. But look, he's got a huge pull in the way. It's not that it means a great deal, I don't think, over these short distances, but he does have a big weight advantage over the other two F Troop and Racecourse Road. So I've got to go with him. He was good in the Kirby, and there's every chance that he can make it three wins on the trot today, icing Vancouver. Putting in Racecourse Road for second. Doesn't have a great record here at Eagle Farm. He's had six goes for just the one win and no placings. F Troop, well, he's got the ability, but you just don't know what you're going to get from him. And then seven, Shamrock Lou. He sort of reared in the gates the other day, took no part, but he since won a trial. He was asked to go and win the trial, and he did. Five, one, two, and seven. Race three at Eagle Farm today is the Grant Burge Wine Dinner, 31st of August. Maxie, how did we get a start there? Sounds all right. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Be- benchmark 90, 2,200 metres. Don't want to over-race at that dinner. Number two, Fast Talking. $3 favourite here. Tab number two for David Van Dyke. Number five, Honourable Spirit, $5. One seat of power at five fifty. So is number four, uh, Berade at five fifty nine dollars about number three, Face Dos. But number two, Fast Talking, looks to have settled in well to Queensland. A $3 favourite here for race three. He has. He's had a number of different trainers, but he's loving life as an older horse. He's eight years old now, Fast Talking. Uh, now he's with David Van Dyke on the Sunshine Coast. It's a very even group of horses here. 2,200 metres. You could make a pretty much a case for just about every one of them to win it. I'm looking at number five, Honourable Spirit. I like the booking of Mark Duplessis, who can ride 54 comfortably and the inside barrier, and he can race handy. Um, he had a great preparation last prep. This time around, he hasn't done much at all until his last few starts. There was a um, there was an indication that he was getting back to some better form in the Tats Cup behind London Banker. 
Then fourth, the Grafton in the Grafton Cup to Arapahoe. And then third here, last start behind Contrition. So that tells me that he's getting back to some good form. And he's dropping from 61 kilos last start when third here at Eagle Farm down to 54. So that's a seven kilo drop and a good barrier where he can position handy and make his own luck. So I think he can bounce back today, Honourable Spirit. Other chances, definitely Jack Bruce's Berade, although he hasn't raced for a month. Um, he's a pretty tough stayer. And I think now that he, he's one last start, he can go on with it and put together a couple of good performances. Fast talking, definitely. Um, look, he has won 2,200. It was a Durban last start where he won with plenty of authority. Uh, he just rises a little bit in the handicaps, which could be a bit of a steadier for him. And then seven top order. He's another horse that's dropping a lot in weight here, like my on top choice, Honourable Spirit. So basically, folks, take your pick, whatever you like. Um, just go with it. But I'm with Honourable Spirit to bounce back number five over four, two and seven. Race four, class three, 1825 metres. Number one, Southern Stock, a 340 favourite. Number two, Deficit at $4. And number six, Diasonic single figures at $7 for race four. Five of the 12 runners lining up here were in the deficit race here at Eagle Farm two weeks ago over 1,600. Deficit was given the world's best ride by Jimmy Orman, just behind the leaders, bit of cover, presented him at the top of the straight, and he won well. Deficit's just got to extend today out an extra 225 metres, and he does go up a kilo and a half to 58 and a half, but he should get a very similar run in transit from a, a good gate barrier number two. However, I did like the run of Southern Stock. Um, we mentioned when we tipped him last start, he had that good form during the Winter Carnival in races like the Queensland Guineas, the Rough Habit Plate, and he wound out his preparation with a fifth placing of the Queensland Derby behind Pinarello. I thought he was good first up in that deficit race. He wanted to be, he raced a bit on the fresh side. He was a bit keen. Now that he's had that run, um, I think he'll be fitter and nice and ready for the 18.25. The further the distance, the better for Southern Stock. I think he's the best horse in the race, so I'm going to stick with him today. I'm putting in five for second Durrani, who was also in that deficit Southern Stock race, and he was obliged to race wide, but today he meets them a lot better at the weights and he's got the covered and rails draw. Definitely deficit because of the positioning. He's going to get the best run again. And number six, Diasonic. One, five, two, and six. Race five at Eagle Farm is a cutest three-year-old race here. A thousand metres the journey. And uh, Claire Lever has the much-travelled uh, jukebox flyer. Tab number two. She's your 320 favourite here. Number one, hard to say. Uh, here for Jason Deemer at 360. And Tarps. Tab number six is a $6.50 chance. I suppose I have to be respectful of Fire Love. One start, one winner. Number five, our heartthrob resumes here at 10 dollars, Michael. Richard, was the market the other way around a little earlier today, whereby hard to say was favoured over Jukebox Flyer? I just can't remember. Yeah, I haven't had a really close look at the Eagle Farm markets this morning, I, I yeah. must say, Michael. I'd be, yeah. lying if I, I'd be lying if I said either way, I think. I think both of these New South Wales gallopers, uh, well, what I've seen of them, their form is better than our, our horses here. Um, a few of them are showing nice ability, but clearly... Their form is better, and I'm with Jukebox Flyer. Um, very good to win at a race debut back in February at Newcastle. Started favourite, won it, turned down for a spell, 
I've got to say, I was in love with that trial at Hawkesbury. That was visually stunning when, when she won a trial at Hawkesbury. Prior to going to Caulfield and running second first up, she sat second behind the leader, Cattell, trained by Peter Moody, who kicked a little bit too strongly for her. But I like the fact that that was, um, that was a month ago. Obviously, she went back to Hawkesbury. They've had plenty of time to get over that and set her up here. Look, she's got the visitor's draw. I think she comes out of gate 9 or 10, and it's not a good start at the 1,000 these days at Eagle Farm. But what I see with this filly is a lot of upside. Even if she's three deep with a little bit of cover, she's got the right jockey in Jim Byrne to look after her and give her one run at them in the home straight. I think she'll be too good. Hard to say. We saw in the summer for Jason Dima, second in the field and ready here behind Palazzo Spirit. He's been off the scene since Boxing Day, though, but very forward. I think he's had a couple of jump outs and a couple of barrier trials looking good. And he's drawn a lot better than her today. But I just gave her the edge. Two jukebox flyer over one hard to say, then six tarps, who's very green, and number three, Al Pals Gal. Race six, first leg of the quaddy, a no metro win thousand metre race. Number seven, Mischief Managed. Second up here is a four, uh, 340 favourite. Gee, I put seven horses in this first leg of the quaddy, Richard, so the confidence level is, is low. Um, I was hoping Laprezi would run for Annabelle Nisham, really keen on her, but she was scratched this morning, so it's, it's difficult. I'm with 16, 1, 10, and 7, putting in 16, Dubai Pride, who will. Finished well off a hot tempo. She's been trying well. The Egyptian's got a great record. I like the fact that he's drawn well with the big wake to sort of get it nice and soft early to run on. Number 10, Hamilton Hill. Now, I think she's overpriced at about $14. She's going to get the world's best run. Gate one, right up on the speed. Seven, Mischief Matted. She, she bled a couple of preps ago. I didn't like a first up run, so she's got to bounce back. Uh, but she usually races well here over the 1,000. So 16, 1, 10, 7. Now, 18 to Donna C, a number 20 dynamic duo, have got good chances as well in this first leg of the Quadrilla. Race 7, Class 6, 1,200 metres, the Country Music Race Day, 10th of September, number 1, Legal Esprit, $4 favourite. Number 4, Windside, $5. Number 5, Smart Image, $5.50. And Dusty Tycoon there is a $7.50 chance. Maya Bay last start winner at $8. Going with the favourite legal spree, he's he's a no frills horse, but there's no ifs and buts about him. He goes out there and gives 110 percent. He's won six of twelve. He's competed in pretty good company um, against some of our better three-year-olds up here. Um, he returns as a four-year-old. He won really well first up at Durban back on the 23rd of July. So three weeks between runs is spot on. Now I can't see any negatives whatsoever. Uh, suggesting he'll win again, legal spree. Safe work number two, a little bit hard to catch this horse, but he does like firmish tracks, so he gets that today. Uh, number five, smart image. Another horse that's hit and miss, but on his day, he can win this. Now, I remember when he was second up last preparation at Durban, it was an unbelievable performance to come from 10 lengths off the lead with 300 metres to go and win. So I'm putting him in. He's, he's been trialling well. And then number 12, Tessart. One league of a spree, a good thing, 2, 5 and 12. Race 8, good open handicap at the mile here. Punchura in great form, tab number 4, 440 favourite. Number 5, Wairiri Falls is at 460. Number 8, Easy Far, 480. Bottega, a $6 chance and took a Ricky Lad, $7.50. Can't forget Love Tap, who got the job done the other day at $8.50. 
Oh, yeah, good on him. We really liked him the other day and he blew the start, but he managed to lift and win. So he does rise in the weights, love, Tap. Um, if he can think he can make it back-to-back, um, it does look a good race for him with a claim and a good draw today. And uh, the 1,600 metres won't be a problem. But as you say, Richard, it's a very, very competitive race and I am hoping that we do get a few showers before this race because I think a bit of giving the ground will suit Puntura. He has had two goes here at Eagle Farm and has been awful on both occasions, but that was more than a year ago when he was probably having breathing problems. He since had a, um, a throat operation and clearly hasn't looked back. He's tacked a leg on. So hopefully just a little bit of give in the ground and he can get the money again for us. Easy Far was second behind him at Doombin the other day. And she meets him a bit better at the weights. And, uh, yeah, I think she's probably the main danger Definitely love tap and number two, Tokariki lad. Four, eight, one and two. And last of the day, race number nine, a benchmark 75, 1500 metres. Number 13, Zoo de Moon is here as a $3.80 favourite. Can't knock number 10, Shatty Lady there at 4.40. And number five, Renoff is at $6. Yeah, I'm with number 13, uh, Zoo de Moon. I think Jason Deem has found the perfect race for her. She loves to be kept fresh. Her form clearly suggests that. He produced her in the McLean Cup at Grafton a few weeks ago, um, and she absolutely blitzed them up on speed. She beat Bargannon, who came out to win at Doombin last Saturday, and a couple of other winners have come out of that race as well. Um, and I love the booking of Ryan Maloney. I love where she's drawn. She's going to land in a perfect position for fun, not having expended any energy whatsoever to give her a chance to give a strong kick in the straight. I think she's close to a good thing. To beat number 10, Chatty Lady, she sailed home to win here last start. Don't see the extra 100 as a problem. Festival Prince, maybe the extra 100 could be a problem for him. I, if this was 14, I might have had him in on top. Just a slight concern about the 1500 with him. And then number nine, Hot Spring Gold. 13, 10, 8 and 9 in the last. Are we almost saving the best till last, Michael? Well, I think there's um, there's quite a few that I like today. Um, <laughs> we're going to go Claire Levers Philly, 5-2 Jukebox Flyer. We're giving you three today. 7-1 League of Esprit. And we'll throw 9-13 Zoo the Moon in. Or well, Bernie sort of, she's not sure about that one in the last. <laughs> she's keen on League of the Spree. We're all warming up to him. We love him with a great strike rate like that, Richard. You may as well put her on. I can hear her in the background there. <laughs> it's like, I remember my, my late mother, if I was talking to Dad on the phone, she'd always be in the background. <laughs> what a... What a talk, like, just put her on type of thing. <laughs> Nattering away. <laughs> uh, when's your preview, Michael? Soon. Um, in around about 20 minutes, Richard. All right. On Sky Thoroughbridge Central. Good man. Speak next weekend. Okay, bye-bye. Michael Maxworthy and Bernadette Cooper. She's a ripper. She's a good lady. Good judge and uh, a great person, most importantly. And uh, Bernie and uh, Michael Maxworthy there on Sky Thoroughbred Central today. So all the action there at Eagle Farm. Nine race program to get through. Uh, 11, uh, 11 28, the first race there at, uh, at Eagle Farm today. So looking forward to that. Behind the Gates gets going soon. Uh, flick us your text in. You have a question for Darren Flindell, Chantel Buckley, myself or Hurls, 0419-767-272. That's 0419-767-272. Any dramas about the day's races? You're, you're not sure about a horse? You think they're under the odds? You think they're over the odds? Or any little queries? Uh, now's your time to uh, follow 
firing your questions for the Behind the Gates team. We'll get going there at around about 5 past 10 or 10 past 10. But for now, it is a Kim LaGrange preview. Nine races. Keep Wayne Harris nice and busy. Good morning, mate. Hey, matey. We're in my office. Jason uh, Wizard will be working our butts off all day. But that looks like a pretty good program here, Rich. Uh, we've got a slow track, so uh, better than the heavy we've had of late. What are conditions like at Kembla Grange? The uh, conditions are sort of a bit grey sky around, but we haven't only had a few showers of rain since Wednesday, so um, I think we've got a soft five or six. I just didn't yeah, check. Yeah, soft five at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's rip in. Uh, let's go to the first race of the day and uh, 20 minutes to midday, your first at Kimbler Grange. The Pam Esh Tubby Maiden Handicap. Good on you, Pam Esh and Tubby. Going over the mile here for race one, number two, Iron Bark Artie. Way lack for fitness here, you wouldn't have thought. $2.40 fixed favourite. Number three, uh, Cadius uh, for Joe Pride at three eighty. Number seven, Reginald at $5. Number eight, Walk Up Start is a $7 chance. Uh, Wayne, what are you thinking, race one, Kembla? Yeah, he's a very sick race. So I sort of imagine Iron Bark Artie. I made him my best of the day. You've got Tim Snowden, Mitch Bell from a good draw. He's going to take a hell of a lot of beating. Cadius is an interesting run. He's had that much luck. Uh, he's two runs back from a spell. He has a little bit of ability. With the others, I've got number seven, walk up to start, a former New Zealander now with as Ponsonby. Uh, I thought it ran on very well from the tail the other day, and a big track looks to be in its favour. And the other one I threw in was number, uh, sorry, but, uh, number seven I put in front of it, uh, Anthony Cummings Galloper. Had uh, some decent city runs to show uh, uh, before. Gee, it was awful last start at Nowra, but uh, it obviously had a lot of problems. Had two very nice trials. Then I'll put number eight, walk up start. As I said, former New Zealand who ran well here on debut. So two, three, seven, eight. Race two, Kembla Grange, a maiden at the 1,200 metres. Number five, Ignacio. I want to see this guy in the yardie. He looks like he has a big action in the trial. I want to see how he parades here. $2.40 favourite. He's on debut. Number five, Ignacio. Number six, the seven C's, four forty. Number 10, Verburnum as a $4.40 chance. And number four, Astrawally on debut at seven fifty for race two, Wayne. Yeah, I've gone 5, 6, 10 and uh, 5, 6, 10. I've put 5 in a couple of times. Yeah, sorry, no, I was just a bit of a rush. Uh, 2 was my next number. 5, 6, 10 and 2. Yeah, you look at the trials, didn't he, Ignacio? I'd like to see him in the flesh as well. He's a three-year-old cold by Reduce Choice. Uh, he's with the right stable with the Waller camp. You always know with the Waller horses when they turn up on debut, there's always got a little bit of improvement for the preparation ahead. So I'm interested to look at him as well. As well. I thought number 6, the 7 C's. It was a very good aunt's going last start. Laid in really badly. And I reckon it cost her the race. She'd go around uh, for Sarge in the nursery and the millennium uh, when starting off her career. So uh, she ran in some good ones, but desperate to win a race soon. Uh, I thought the Godolphin gelding by Burnham, I think he's starting to put it all together, number 10. Yeah, and I saw in number two, Oblique. It was a better run that looked on paper last start. It raced in restricted room down the running. Now it runs six, but it was beaten three lengths and probably... Could have run better. I was trying to find a spot for number four, Astra Wally, too, but I'll have to have a look at them in the parade. So five, six, ten, and two. Race three, 1200 metre maiden. Number one, Clovis for Gwenda is a 390 favourite. Number five, Boy Loves to Run, Debutant for Bjorn Baker, 460. Number seven, Headstock. Um, had Brody Nixon on with his trialers earlier. Uh, now I'm thinking of another horse in race number six. Getting ahead of myself. Over racing, Wayne. Headstock, at, <laughs> headstock at $5. Schmeichel, $6. Tot of rum, six fifty. Gee, where's your yours and Jason's yard comments will be pretty important here. Yeah, I agree there, mate. I hope I can get it right. Early doors have got numbers one, five, seven, eleven. She was an eye catcher 
and one Clovis from Markle Camp on debut. Did try the right try to run the other day, but it comes from it was a huge run from the back and it was wide, taking a lot of ground off the winner the other day. A few of these horses in this race went around that same race, so that's why I'm thinking uh, young Jess Delfari takes the three off. And she was yeah, she was on the other day. It's huge odds. That's the only thing that worries me. Uh, anyway, we put it on top on that run the other day. Of the others, I don't know what the boys are running for, but uh, let's look at the trials. Run away farm trial on the synthetic. It sat outside of the leaders. And then it's next uh, uh, trial that ran third at Gosford and sat with the leaders again. It was pretty push button. He's got to be in the finish, I think. Then I've gone seven headstock. Huge run on debut at Maria. He's run the other day here at Kimla behind Aureus Angel. He looked like he's going to win the race. He had to run through a fair bit of traffic there, and I thought his run was very, very good, better than it looked on paper. And the other one I'm throwing is number 11, Tot of Run, the first starter, Philly by Merchant Navy from the Neesham Stable. It's not to write the trials as well. I think it'll get better with a racing all the same. Schmeichel tried to find a spot for him, but I'll look at him in the parade. So for me, one, five, seven, eleven. Race for the happy 21st, Blair Dunn. I hope they look after you, Blair. Take it easy. Take it easy there today. Maiden set weights, 1,400 metres. It's a long day at the races, and then you have to go out later, Blair. <laughs> Number five, Sorry here, 250 favourite. Number 10, A.T. Grand. And Ma Eustace first starter at 460 here. Wayne for race four. Yes, so I've got both of them in my numbers. I've with Sorry. He was a very short price favourite last meeting here, Rich, and he got kicked behind the barriers. So he should be all right now. And, uh, look, he's working up to win. He's had excuses on quite a few of his runs. Even the Warwick Farm run, his last run that he went around, he struck a fair bit of trouble on that occasion. He, he got out late. He wouldn't have won on the race, but he'd have been right in the place. So I've got him on top. I've nearly made him a special, too, if he's on his best behaviour. He's got over his drama from last week. And I miss Levovich from Team Hawks Camp. She looked very, very one pace. Now, she ran second in that four-horse race behind Selfie Time the other day. And she put herself into the race on quite a few occasions, but she was, uh, she was brave there, but she was one pace. Probably why I kicked her off at the 1400, and she's got 1400 again here today. So I think she would have improved with that run. Then you've got number 10, which is eight, who's Grand. He's had two trials, and third on the synthetic at uh, Ramwick, and then he looked like he found the line well in his next trial there at Boston. So big query on him. And the other one I've thrown in is number 11, Emancipus. Went around while, I reckon that it would be better suited here at Kembla. Because it ran on quite well there, and I do think a bigger track will help it. There's other chances there too, but I'll go in numbers 5, 9, 10 and 11. Race five, Kemler, the happy retirement, Stuart Hancock's maiden. Good on you, Stuart. Maiden set weight, 1,000 metres. Annabelle Nisham, a strong hand. Eight, overthrow, on debut, 225 favourite. Number seven, forms of fear at 440. Uh, Stuart, if you're retiring, please don't forget to come to the races. Don't go. <laughs> Uridice. 
It's uh, from the Ryan Lexia stable. It didn't run a bad race. Uh, uh, resumes here today, but didn't run a bad race at its last, uh, was last two, actually, back in February, March. Uh, its trial was quite good recently. It led. It got a little tired. So I think that run might, uh, trial might have just brought it on a bit. So 8179. Race six, first leg of the quaddy. Benchmark 64,000 metres. Number 10 head wall resumes here. A 220 fixed favourite. Wayne, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm with him. I've got a 10, 1, 4, and 5. He's only been in the races once, and he's a very, very good winner at Newcastle from the Maddie Smith camp. Uh, Flake Spriggs rode him there. He's very heavily backed when he got the money there, and it was very, very good win. So I've got him on top. I thought number one believer. Uh, I've got a couple of friends in the ownership are here, and he was good at Maria uh, uh, winning two runs ago. And the, the, since his last run, the, he, uh, he resumes here today and he's won two trials leading and he threw away from them in both trials. So I think he's come back okay this boat. Then we've got number four, a chance in the race, which is Prince Nakoni. He's, he's, uh, he's former as well. He's had seven runs for three wins in a couple of placings. Danny Williams knows how to prepare his horses, doesn't he? So I think uh, it'll run well. I'm going to train some five-girl mania. i tell you what, she can do a little bit wrong this one. And we've got the uh, four-kilo claimer. I think she rides the right day, young Chambers, and uh, she had uh, a little bit of city form after running, uh, winning its couple of races at the provincials. But she, yeah, she got a few things in her in her trick bag there, but hopefully she's come back over. Right. 10, 1, 4, and 5. Race 7, benchmark 64, 1,200 metres. Joe Ibel has number one here, Cuban Gran Chico, looking for three wins on the trot, a 270 favourite. Uh, last two starts are trying to find something to beat him. He's made me look foolish. He looked at early doors. He looked to show a bit of promise. Then he just lost his way a bit. But tell you what, he, he got beat a fair way at Maria first up. His next two runs, he hit a rich rain of form. He's jumped, he's led, and he's gave nothing else a chance. I thought I've gone with number five to beat him here, Herb. He, uh, his run was good. A similar of other day, he learned, he peaked. Just a bit fitter here today, and that was in the Cuban Grancho uh, race. So I think with the weight pull there, I've gone five to beat one. Four damage. Not the roughest in the race. He got too far back in his last start in the midway, but he ran on quite strongly. His runs in city class were, were very good before that, so he's got to be considered. And uh, Mitch Beer brings a couple over here today. He's got this mare. Um, she's been racing all right. She went second in a Wagga trial since the last run on the heavy. She led and she just caught by Kelvin and Ray who goes very, very well. He's travelled this one around a little bit and has got a little bit of building on its day. So I've gone 5 one, four, two. Race 8, Class 1, 1,500 metres. Number 6, Reggie's Folly is a 3.30 favourite. Number 2, Dark Satin is there at 3.90 as well. Wayne, for Race 8. I've gone six, two, one, three, and with her... I don't know what to make of run the other day. She was very good winning at Kembla here first up. And then the other day, she was wide. She kept coming out wide. It's sort of better run that looked on paper, I think. And she's, um, she should look good without winning the other day, but was very, very good. She was tough winning a maiden here. So I've got six to beat number two, Dark Satin, former Peewee now with the Ponsonby camp. Good second here at Kembla the other day, blind Copper Sonic on a very heavy track. Former New Zealand wasn't too bad, a few placings, but it's run, uh, finished off very well in that Australian debut the other day, so it's a chance in the race. Then you've got East Street, first up here for the Waller Camp. It's had uh, two trials. The trial's been all right. They've never ever extended much in a trial, the Waller Camp. It's got a little bit of city form for last prep. One's made on the Kenzo. Uh, he's been gelded since his last prep too, so that might have made him more of a man. And then number three, Just Toza. 
Should be nearing peak, has got a little bit of ability. 6213. Last of the day here, Wayne. We finish off again. A happy 21st, Ben Charlesworth, benchmark 68. Ben, I hope they look after you, my man. Going over the mile here, number one, Rebel County. Um, Gerald said uh, the best of his runners there at Kemble today is Rebel County and is a $2.60 favourite. Yeah, pretty much. He has got a bit of ability. He's won three from six. He's on a muscle book on a very heavy track. The track was a bit piggish up there that day, and he went to Goulburn the other day, and he two good from there. He's got a bit of ability to spoke. I've got the one to beat 11, which is weekend affair. Yeah, uh, two of him, I know. He's nine-year-old, but he's got a pretty good record here at Kembla. Always reckons his best races here, I think. So I've got him in there second. To lead him out, he, uh, he's a quality killer, I can tell you. Three intuition. It's uh, runs have been okay, and he's a winner here at the track. And the other one I've thrown in is number six, which is Victory at Omaha. His three's bait up horses run very, very well on on their home track here, but it's had, I think, three wins out of its last five. Now they're in easier races, but the horse is ticking over quite well. So I've run numbers in the last one, 11, three and six. What are you keenest on, Wayne? Mate, we'll kick off with... Race one, number two, Iron Barkardi. I think he's got a win today. And then race four, number five, if he brings his best uh, gear bag to the race, is Sawry. Doesn't get a kick beyond the barrier. I think he can break his maiden today. So it's race one, two, race four, five, Rich. Just have to keep Jason away from those prawn rolls, Wayne. Thank you. I've been a bit quiet on them lately. <laughs> anyway, better find him one. Good on you. Speak soon. Bye now. Wayne Harris, Jace with him. They'll uh, guide you through a good day of racing from Kembla Grange today. The Behind the Gates multi is open. We'll check in with Andrew Hurley shortly to uh, tell you how to get to that Behind the Gates multi and what the horses are. It'll be open until 11 o'clock. So Darren Flindell standing by. So is Chantel Buckley. Hurls us here. Flick your text in. Now's the chance. 0419 767 767272. A few texts coming in already. We'll take a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, it's behind the gates. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. Don't miss the 40-wink sleep event of the year. Get up to 50% off mattresses and up to 30% off furniture, plus free local delivery. Hurry, limited time only. Exclusions and T's and C's apply. Rose Hill, James Roos Drive near Virginia Street. Semi-trailers broken down. Left lane southbound's closed. Crash at Forestville, Warringah Road at Darley Street. Two northbound lanes are blocked. Razorback Remembrance Driveway between Finns Road and just south of Old Razorback Road, it's close southbound. Unfold your world with the new Samsung Galaxy Z Series at Optus. Pre-order yours today in your local Optus store or at optus.com.au. It starts with yes. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fairplay Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. New to Dali in 2022. It's a two-length lead for Palace Pier. Races towards the line and Palace Pier is the winner of the Queen Anne. He recorded nine number ones. Five at Group 1 level. But Palace Pier looks too strong. Palace Pier, he's all class, this champion Moiler. Introducing Palace Pier, Kingman's greatest hit, standing at Darling. 
experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open in New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1800 858 858. If you've been in a car accident and it's not your fault, you've got rights. I didn't know that. Yes, you have a legal right to a car similar to the one you were driving. Just call Right to Drive right where you are. They'll arrange an accident loan car to be delivered to your door. It'll keep you on the road until your car's ready to be picked up from the repairers. And it's at no cost to you. I didn't know that either. So if you've had an accident with another car that's not your fault, remember righttodrive.com.au. Conditions apply. Only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Down by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky Stable Stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Well, welcome back. Ten minutes past ten to Behind the Gates. Great to have your company and firing your text messages for Darren Flindell, Chantel Buckley, Hurls or myself. And over the next half an hour, uh, you can pick our brains. Any questions, any thoughts? If you think a horse is a is a good chance, let us know. If you're not so sure, ask us uh, ask us why. And the panel will do our very best to to answer any questions for you. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. A question there. Where is Ron? Duffersy today. Right now, Ron Duffersy is at Rose Hill Gardens. He's just on the Sky Thoroughbred Central preview, but for the radio, it's just because it's a 9.30 start at the moment, it'll get later as you know, the days get longer and daylight savings kicks in. So, and if it's a Ramwick, it's easier for Duff. Just Rose Hill today, get into the track, it means that we just don't have Duff on the radio if that's the case, but he'll be certainly back soon. Let's go trackside. He has the best seat in the house. I speak of Darren Flindell. G'day, Darren. What's happening? G'day, Richard. Um, all looking good here at the moment. Um, not sure if we're going to, going to get any rain uh, throughout the day. We certainly look good for the next few hours. Anyhow, looking at the radar, the, the reading came up this morning as a soft six, so that seems uh, fair enough. I think we're all pretty much prepared for some type of soft going, but at least uh, we haven't really got the rain that uh, that was expected. So um, looking forward to a number of the races here today. We had Richard Lit on uh, a little earlier. Darren, were you uh, mm-hmm. uh, and still with any confidence when he was talking about your behind-the-gates horse today, Munitions? <laughs> Well, I called it winning its trial at, at Warwick Farm last uh, Friday week on the 5th and when you just watch them live, you, you get a better feeling for them and that horse was absolutely trucking to the line and uh, I think Abdullah just gave it a, just a little bit, uh, not not shy of the post there and I, I really like the response. Richard's had a lot of success with these Godolphin pickups. I know the profile's not great in the sense it hasn't won in Australia as yet but it's got, it loves the soft going. It's always acted quite well on a first up basis, but that trial really uh, really 
lured me in there. And Dylan Gibbons is riding in outstanding form, so a horse rated 86 gets a three kilo claim down to 56. In a field of seven, he's only going to run top four. I think he can win, so uh, I feel like I've done my part uh, here, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling quite comfortable. No, How's everyone no, else that, feeling? That's good. If you're, if you're comfortable, then we're all comfortable. One lady who should be feeling pretty comfortable after a little bit of a break and she's getting stuck into the spring racing is Chantel Buckley. Chantel, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Richard. Good morning to everyone else. That's a little cooler than what I've been used to the <laughs> past couple of weeks and the weather hasn't really turned it on for me. But I, the spring is in the air. We're, you know, heading into the spring carnival. Um, there's such a buzz around them at the track now. There's not many people here at the moment. But, um, yeah, really looking forward to the next, well, the next few months, really. You're behind the gates, horse Chantel. So the horse you believe cannot miss a top four spot. Surely, with 52 on his back, it's titanium power. I mean, he had 62 and a half on his back last start. That was a couple of weeks ago. He was actually my pick of the yard on that occasion. I thought he looked tremendous. And it's just the weight bogged him down there. But 52 on his back, I heard Duff say this morning, he'll think he's bareback. And that's true. Yeah, I don't think he's ever carried this weight before. So I'm leaning, I'm running along the lines with what Darren said. Surely out of a field of eight, he can't miss the top four. Would like to would like to agree and certainly do agree with you, Chantel. I'm a fan of Zuccarino. I'm going to the Rosebud. Um, just thought he was great the other day, winning at the Kenzo. I know it's a tougher race. He's up in grade, but you sort of get, you talk to John O'Shea, and he, he doesn't get over the top all the time. And I I think he really likes this Colt. So I'm with Zuccarino in the Rosebud. Andrew Hurley, good afternoon to you. You're the man who can well. You can tell us the fourth horse in the multi. You can also tell us the dividend available for the multi and also maybe answer a texter's question off the top. Hello, mate. Hello, Richard. Top of the morning to you all. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this uh, program again today as well. Just got that uh, smell in the air with the good horses returning. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing a number of runners uh, going around today. My horse for the multi comes up in race five. And it's horse number eight, Raiduna. Um, look, I think Frumos, personally, I think looks a bit of a day. But uh, I think Raiduna will definitely run top four. Uh, Rachel King for Gay and Adrian's trial nicely heading into this. Rachel rode it on both occasions, so hopefully it can get the cash. Now, uh, I'll just answer this question here because it'll go uh, concurrently with what I was about to say. Uh, Ron from Newcastle. Hi, boys. How do I put a bet on behind the gates? Uh, it's very simple, Ron. Just go to Sports Today's Offers and you'll scroll down Racing Offers and it's behind the go Gates Multi, which we have Munitions, Riduna, Titan Power and Zuccarino all to run top four, $7. Let's uh, not even address last week. Although, well, to be fair, to be fair, uh, uh, it was a tough day for, for all and sundry, I think, on the punt. But, um, yep, we... Uh, We'll get, we'll get the cash today, I'm confident. What do you do, Darren? A horse like Hard well, Empire is out of the pack. Are you thinking, am I, seeing, am I believing what I'm seeing here? When we got wiped out in our very first leg of the multi, at that stage, we had no idea what was ahead of us that day. I, I walked off Ramwick last Saturday completely deflated. I, I didn't stand a chance. It was a bit like that, wasn't it? Um, 
let's go to... Now, I had a text there, and we'll get to the races shortly. It was a text saying, morning, guys. Do you know what's happening with Maddie Derrick? Now, I'm just um, asked Kristen Buchanan, good enough to come back and say that she looks she's recovering from surgery on an ankle and uh, will be maybe out of action for a few months before she's right to make a comeback. So we wish Maddie Derrick well recovering from a bit of surgery on an ankle there. So Maddie will be back um, soon. Yeah, we also had a text here, Kieran from Canberra. Uh, will the punters panel multi be refunded uh, so it can unload on the behind the gates multi? Uh, yes, it will be, uh, to answer your question there, Kieran. So uh, there was a scratching, I believe, uh, just spoke to Luke Marlow. Yeah, the came over last, yep, so, uh, Just so. spoke to Luke Marlow. That uh, will be refunded. So, yeah, get on the uh, behind the gates multi. Okay, let's go to our first, uh, qu- let's go to race number two for the first question of the day to Chantel, uh, Darren and Hurls. And, of course, the text number 0419-767-272. And uh, it's regarding show court, uh, guys. How much is today a D-Day and what have you made of the trials? Um, was from Campbelltown asked that about show court. Chantel, what do you what do you think about this horse today in race two, number one, show court? Well, I know last preparation they had big wraps on him. Um, he unfortunately didn't make it into the slipper. He finished fourth in the Todman. Um, if you go back to March there, missed out on a slipper run. They then sent him around in the size produce. I just don't... I, Look, there was something wrong with him. Obviously, he didn't handle the track and he may have come to the end, but it was a very disappointing effort. They sent him out. He trials, I think there's a bit lackluster. He was very soft in his first trial. James didn't ask him to do a lot. That was on the synthetic track. And then I thought his trial on the heavy, it was fair. He was given a solid hit up, uh, push out there. I think on the dry track resuming, I think he's better than what we've seen. I wouldn't be surprised if he was come out and win or run a bottle of a race first up. Okay. Uh, what do well, you think, I, was, I was with him a few times. Uh, I was with him at his first start there at Canterbury and he was most unlucky and then in the Topman he was going for a middle split and I really thought that day he was going to be right in the finish and he, he sort of just got squeezed out. Um, and I was with him in those early races because of how well he was trialling, uh, what he was showing me in the mornings. Well, in contrast, leading into this, I can't get any enthusiasm about him whatsoever. I guess the only positive I could find that James McDonald rode him in the latest trial at Rose Hill when he failed to beat one home, and James has put his hand up to ride him here today. I'm, um, I'm looking elsewhere. Um, I, I love watching my trials, and I'm just not getting a good vibe about the show caught off what I've seen. OK. Um might, um, we're bouncing around one screen here. My my PC's half decided to pack it up. Steve's here, though. I think he'll be on the job and he'll, he'll sort us out. Uh, Hurls, I might come back to get a market for race number two today, if I can, from you, just to tell us uh, what's happening there. Pretty promising group of three-year-olds. What are you seeing with race number two? He's a yeah, well, there's been good support today for Back Rower. In fact, it's been the most popular runner ever since the market opened. It's third favourite. It's at $4.80. Wave Rider Boy is the favourite at $4. True Crime's at $4.20. Back Rower, $4.80. And Yoshino. Look, they've even backed today Manzois and also Russia Moria. It's a, a race that um, they're keen to, I guess, spread their love around somewhat. It's a good race, Darren. Um, hmm. uh, I guess Wave Rider Boy, I thought, was a good run last start. Uh, True Crimes going through its uh, going through its grades nicely too, and then you've got a horse like Yoshino. Yeah, it's a fairly deep race when you look at it. 
Yeah, it was, I mean, true crime got through that really heavy track and uh, did the job well. And I really liked his second placing at his first round week start. He sort of came off heels. He looked the winner, but I think a fairly decent one in midnight in Tokyo claimed him there at the end. Now, I, th I quite think... Uh, I quite believe that True Crime could, could go back to back here and I put Stone Coat as the second selection. I think they'll be running one, two in the run. And uh, and then Back Row with the blinkers on. Back Row did chase home munitions in the trial at Warwick Farm last Friday and considering munitions is rated 86 and this is a three-year-old Colt rated 64, um, you'd have to say that was a pretty decent trial there by Back Row and I thought he was the other key chance in the race. I was a little bit soft on Wave Rider Boy. I, I just thought she was quite weak at the end of her race mm. here last time when, when third to Troach. I thought she was going to hold a clear second and then another horse got up on the inside and beat her for second quite clearly. So I didn't look at Wave Rider Boy as one that I think will really benefit by the step up in trip here today. So I was a bit cold on her, but quite strong on true crime. Okay, 0419-767-272. Get involved with Behind the Gates here. 40 minutes of betting time. If you like those horses that uh, we've thrown in our multi, and we'll repeat them shortly. Let's We do bounce around the races here. Race 9... Pearls. Can I grab a market here for what's the Colts, Geldings, Entires, Benchmark 78, 1,400 metres, and then a question directed at Chantel. Fire away, girls. All right, Kalino, a little bit soft this morning, 2.15 to 2.30, not an alarming drift. Uh, $5 to 4.80, uh, Marnix. Canasta, uh, $9 to $10. Love Planet, 9 to 11. 15 into 11 for Just a Jedi. Uh, New Republic, 16 to 11. Now, they went up $51 on New Republic. Did you get on that, Darren, by the sounds of it? No, I, no. it was funny. I was, I was watching the show the other night and I saw they, or heard they put up $51 New Republic and the price then was, uh, I think, 18 or so. And I was sort of looking back and thinking, yeah, you can probably wipe out its last run here when resuming and show good country form prior to that. That's been a, con that's been a concerted go, hasn't it, uh, New Republic? As I say, every week uh, I can only give you what the figures are. Sometimes, uh, you know, a horse is, is tightened up not off the back of money, it's off market opinion. But, mate, this is off the back of money. In fact, it holds oh, about... $1,000 less than what the $2.30 favourite is holding. So it's been a sustained go since the opening whistle on Wednesday afternoon. Now, Chantel, Mark from Miranda is a fan. Hello to the panel. And great to have top judge Chantel back. Any opinions on race nine, number three, two, Big Fari? Recent form abysmal, but back in distance and Dylan Gibbons on board could improve at good odds today with a question mark. Well, Chantel, what, what's your thoughts on two, Big Fari here? And uh, who might you like in race nine? Um, firstly, on Too Big Fiery, I think the fact that the blinkers are going on again, him, uh, are going on again, I should say, the winkers are coming off, that should sharpen him up. I mean, go back to his old form. He was one of the contenders in a Cosy Osco a few years ago. He just hasn't found form of late, but I, I think that he could bounce back at decent odds today. He goes down with 57 with Dylan's claim. I think he'll probably push 40. He should He's got his horse that can show good speed, and just with those blinkers on, being an older horse now, he's a seven year old. I just feel he could run a cheeky race today, so at double figures, I wouldn't totally rule him out. Um, I, as I said, back in the day, he was a really good horse, he just he's just tapered off a little bit in his form over the past few months. So, I'd love to see him bounce back for connections. I, I think Kalino will be hard to beat, his run the other day was brilliant. Um, Canasta, look, he's been playing very on speed, very on rails. 
and he'll jump to the front, he'll control and he might take a bit of running down. It's a really open field, so this particular race, I wouldn't be surprised if um, any one of them won, to be honest. New Republic, I know there's been good support uh, for him. He looked like he was ready to go first up. Maybe he just needed the run. Condition-wise, I thought he was ready, but there's been good support for him. So, like I said, a very open affair. It's, it's a tricky little race. What do you think, Darren? I've gone with Kalino, um, clipped heels at the 600 last time, nearly fell and still looked a bit of a chance at the 150 before all of that uh, drama uh, caught up with Kalino there at the end. But if I take Kalino out, I, I just don't know here. You've got me looking at too big Fari. I thought running him over 1,800 metres last time here at Rose Hill was a bit of an act of desperation, st stretching him right out to, to that type of distance, and it certainly wasn't what he was looking for. And then the majority of his runs this season have all been in the country. I think Marnix will get a good run uh, with Nash. I think Nash will just put him in the prime position, Marnix, and Canasta could be the improver as well. They get, did go very hard last time, and they actually went too quick for Canasta. He couldn't even lead, but in the end, he couldn't keep up. I don't know. I think Kalino wins, but this is one of the trickier races of the day, and it's a leg of the quaddy, of course, being race nine, and probably even more importantly, it's a uh, the big six today. Once again, the jackpot today is 100,000. Uh, they went up with 100,000 jackpot last week and not even one single cent uh, was won out of the big six thanks to Hard Empire and uh, and Meg. So um, I think two of the smaller fields today, the big six is well worth a good look here today. Okay, uh, the questions keep coming in. Uh, flick us a text, 0419-767-272. Uh, that's 0419-767-272. And um, now's your chance to ask the people on course today um, what they think will happen. Race 7, Hurls, a question regarding Race 7. We might get a market from you first. It's a benchmark 78, first leg of the quaddy over the 1,800 metres. And Corn Craig, I think I saw Tim Clark aboard Corn Craig here. Yeah, lovely esteem, 320 to 350. Elusive Jewels, 420 to 460 to date. Now, Mon Felicity, $12 into $9. My ears always prick when I see a David Payne horse uh, backed, and that is the case today with Mon Felicity. We've got Rondino, 15 to 10. They went up uh, $26 Wednesday afternoon for Rondino, so it has met with support. That's the activity today. Overall, uh, there's been a little bit of support today for Dr. Evil at a $17 quote, but Lovely Esteem is the most popular runner. We had Dr. Evil. Well, they've tangled the carrot somewhat, 15 out to 17, but we've taken some bets on it. Question here for Darren and Chantel. Darren, uh, good morning all. What do you think of Mont Felicity in race seven today? Sean from Penrith. Good on you, Sean. Yeah, it didn't really get uh, the, the room I was looking for uh, here last time over the 1,800 metres. So I think she's definitely worth another chance uh, with this lightweight. I was really taken with the first up win at Brownwick in Midway Company over a mile, scooping them up from back in the field. Yeah, I think she's a, a live chance. I, I didn't put her in the top four, but when it gets down to quaddy time and also the big six, I will be including her. Who, who are you tipping in the race here? Um, mm. I've gone with Safika, uh, the... Mm. Uh, the, the Friedman horse here. I like the way she stayed on at the end of a mile at Roundwick last Saturday uh, behind Casino Kid. She's only had the three Australian starts and I think there's been progression at each one of them and I think she's ready now for the 1,800 metres. She's the... Did you say she ran the $10 mark there, Hills? Uh, yes. Uh, 
Yeah, ten dollars. Yeah, and solid. I heard it wasn't you, um, Richard. I forget who interviewed Richard last week about Safika, but gave every impression uh, that it was just going to get better and better stepping up to a trip. So um, yeah, be interesting to see. And the fact that uh, it's on a quick backup, there. My second pick is is lovely esteem, and. I had to say, last time here at Rose Hill, I thought she was stepping up to the 1,800 metres, third run into her preparation, and she just loomed up with the, the two on the inside. And I really expected her to, to simply go past them, and she didn't. And I just wonder if she, she peaked on the run. Um, she's proven overseas she can, she can get over a bit of ground. I don't know, Shani, what did you make of lovely esteem over the last 50 metres of that race last time? I was really, really disappointed because I thought she was spot on in the yard. I thought third up, she was at her absolute peak. But just going off the run, maybe she just needed... She was half a run short. So if she was to get beat today... Um, you'd be pretty disappointed. There'll be no excuses for her. Uh, just going back to that Monfelicity question, I thought she looked great first up and she ran a bottler and she won the race. She's got no second up form and you know that horses that get up over a bit of a trip, they, are all, they sometimes race a little bit flat. I know she had a few little excuses but she's third up today which she has placed before. So I think you can put a line through her second up run. I think she'll bounce back today. I do like a horse called Bondino. And I know we only won a midweek race, mid-week race at Warwick Farm last start, but I've always liked this horse. He's big, he's raw. He had a long time off the scene. He's taken a few runs. This preparation, I've been dying for him to get out over a trip. They've kept him around that mile, and finally we see him up over 1,800 today. Hugh Bowman goes on board. I just think at double-figure odds, um, he's a raw talent that we might see him do something. Okay, let's uh, let's go to our main race of the day now. Let's have a look at the Rosebud again. Uh, 25 minutes to four if you're out and about doing other things and you want to sneak away and watch the Rosebud, 25 minutes to... When I say sneak away, I'm, you, know, you might be you know, with family and kids and whatever else. And watch knows, it on the tab app. Yeah, jump on the tab app. That's the way to go. It's a wedding. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> People like getting married was, on big race days. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing, Shani. Even if you're at a wedding, I'd say, hang on, give me five minutes. I want to watch race eight at Rose Hill. Where, where's the bride? Oh, she's watching the Rosebud. She'll be here shortly. Um, and market hurls, please, for the Rosebud, our feature today. Keen to see what's happening with Kaboo here. And, of course, a couple of questions coming through about this main race today. Yeah, all right. Uh, up the top here, seven acts of $5 chance, a space walk. Five to four eighty. Voldemort thirty one. We've got Kaboo at three fifty. Troach. Gee, I was surprised they they stuck up twenty six dollars. I was surprised they went up twenty one dollars this morning. And Mushka, they've got into it. It's at thirteen dollars. And then Zuccarino give it strength for Hainsey. Uh, it is at a quote now of six dollars. Looking at the hold on the race. Easily today, most popular runner has been Spacewalk. Zuccarino has been popular. And the money for Troach, well, it's probably off the back of market opinion, obviously, there, because it's not necessarily uh, off the back of cash. I can tell you, Voldemort, we've written some bets for it today. Michelle from Dubbo, hello. My best bet today is Sydney Race 8, number 3, Spacewalk. My money is on Chantel. How do you see Spacewalk and how do you see the main race? Oh, I'm, I'm scared of Spacewalk. I really am. He's had three... I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how 40 is when he comes into the yard. He's had three trials. He's looked brilliant. In all of them, we don't really see many of the James Cummings runners have three trials before they resume. Um, but he's an exciting horse. 
I was there at Canterbury when he won. Hugh Bowman spoke very highly of him on that occasion. Then he went to kindergarten, and he certainly was a disgrace. He was only narrowly beaten there. So um, I know there's talk that he's always going. He was always going to be a better three-year-old. He's kind of exercised, got size about him. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how well he's come back. I think we'll see an even better horse this time around. Taboo's another one that I'm looking forward to uh, seeing as well. He's going to him up today. Now, he, when he paraded, he used to get a little bit above himself. He's doing what he's done has been all on raw, raw ability. So, uh, looking forward to seeing him. It's a nice little race, actually. Sebenak, I don't really know a lot about him. So, he's another one that I'm keen to have a look at. Voldemort and Sweet Ride. Uh, they didn't really get through the conditions the other day. I think the track is probably a little bit it for them. Zuccarino, he I know Richard, you're a real fan of him and the other day when he walked into the yard I was quite taken by him and I was kicking myself when he won so dominantly that I didn't have him as my top pick there but he was a horse that I really wanted to follow. Good race Darren. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. I was so, so close to making Spacewalk the, the best bet of the day uh, in this but I, I am worried about uh, Kaboo. Uh, that trial leading up to this was outstanding work. And I also like Zuccarino a fair bit. I love the way he won his maiden there at Kensington, and it was no surprise the way he'd been trialling leading up to that. And his trial behind Kaboo was was good work. Obviously, Kaboo sort of really stood out. It was just uh, so impressive there. I, I didn't want to overcomplicate the race any further. I think they're the only three hopes when we're getting down to big six and uh, in quaddy time. But Voldemort could be the improver with the blinkers on and a drier track today. I thought he was working well leading up to his return to the races where he just ran a, a so-so race there from a bad gate. But I love Spacewalk's trial at Warwick Farm last uh, Friday week behind Malkovich. Malkovich is probably the, the fastest horse at Warwick Farm in those trials and Spacewalk went to the line trucking. Well, Mark Olmers, that's only Mark's opinion, reckons it's a chance in the Everest Spacewalk. I mean, it'd have to obviously come out of you know, obviously, well, we spoke bounce out of the ground, but he reckons it's possibly an Everest horse. It's a hundred, a hundred to one well, so if, far. Well, if that's at the, this stage. if that's the case, is this year's Paul Ellie type of? Yeah, he's got to yeah. be. Mm. He's yeah. got to be every bit of that, hasn't he, Darren? Yes, I, I think we're going to see uh, a pretty smart three-year-old uh, go around here today, spacewalk, and I certainly wouldn't want to scoff at any type of Everest talk like that because we, at the end of the day we, we want to see Nature Strip come back now and show us that he's handled that overseas trip well. And if he hasn't, and then we're looking at uh, old Eduardo at nine years of age and we think, um, you know, how, how long can he keep racing at, at that top level? All of a sudden we've got to start looking at these younger horses and Spacewalk may, may well step up today. And Chantel, we had James on this morning. He played a fairly straight bat. We asked, I asked him about your, your Paul Ellies and, and Andermatts and Godolphin. Still a bit of time to work things out. I think they're just obviously they're putting them through their paces at home they've stepped up their work and um they'd have a, a bit of a guide on them but they wouldn't you know they wouldn't be round wound up yet so i think they'll just be taking their time with them they'll step out for a trial sooner rather than later and yeah i, I think I'll, i wouldn't be totally surprised if a horse like space force was the new kid on the block because i know they think he's going to be a better three-year-old so yeah keep eyes on him for sure we can, um, it's pre-noms for, uh, for the... Turn that microphone on. 
There we go. Oh, your phone might have bumped to there. It might have. It's strike two today. Get back. Um, <laughs> that is pre-noms as well. So if you want to have a little speck on it at 100 to 1, and it doesn't normal get he in the race. on now because if he wins today, he won't be 100 to 1. Absolutely, Shani. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Can you just repeat the behind the gates multi for those that have joined us? 25 minutes of betting time. Just the horses again hurls and the price on offer from the tab, which is usually a more generous price than you'd normally get. Yeah, 100%. Munitions, Raiduna, Titanium Power, Zuccarino, all to run top four, and they are in races uh, four, five, six, and eight. And if they run in the top four, $7 available. You just go to Sports, today's offers, and it closes at 11 o'clock. For those that want to partake, the Debordley quiz is about 10 to 12 minutes away. So there's one prominent Ramwick trainer who... Firstly, they need to know the correct answer before they ring in. Um, But to to, to that trainer who will be absolutely texting me within the next five minutes, the Debordley quiz comes up in around 12 minutes' time. A highway market, please, Hurls. If we can bounce to race one, a couple of questions here from our listeners regarding today's highway they'd like to know. Yeah, and the favourite at 380 is Rusley Crown. And I can tell you this morning, don't bet at 370, so it's hovered around that mark. King's Trust is well tried today. Nine dollars into five dollars. Zaru's a drifter five to six fifty. Eight to seven four Daksha. Uh, Forty-five Park Lane seven fifty to ten. And that's pretty much the tail of the tape. King's Trust is clearly the best backed all no in fact, let's go again. It's been the biggest firm are $9 to $5, but as far as cash is concerned, whilst the uh, inward move is only a dollar from $8 to $7, we've taken more money on it than any other runner in the race. Might combine these two questions. Um, uh, the first one is from Bill from Armadale. Just wondering what Darren thinks about 45 Park Lane in the highway. Soft track should suit. And also, Pete from Tamworth, race one, Warra Flash Barrier 12. Is it, um, is it too wide from the 1,300 metres at Rose Hill? But maybe firstly, Darren and to, to Chantel can come in here with, with 45 Park Lane in race one, the highway. I thought it ran uh, an OK race here uh, a fortnight ago over the slightly shorter trip there at 1,200 metres. I, um, yeah, I thought it was one of, of many chances. It's interesting they have come for uh, for King's Trust. I guess punters are sort of looking at this and don't know the ma- vast majority of these, but I don't think any horse has had more highway runs than King's Trust. Mm. He's a real regular. And, you know, I, I, my biggest concern about this, this race to start the program is... Uh, we're really going to learn a bit more about the track. Is the, is the fence going to be fine? Do we want to be up on the pace and uh, close towards the rails? With the rail out so far today, it's at seven metres. I was I was more wrangling around some runners that would be better positioned in the run than... than um, uh, 45 Park Lane, for instance, and I went with the inform Reese Jones as Mount here, Rustley Crown, who won with a lot of authority there at Scone, and it's got the ability to be right up in the speed. So I wasn't so worried about the wide gate with Rustley Crown, because Jones will uh, just commit himself out of the gates, I, I feel, and and go forward. And then I'll be looking at the uh, Premier Rider James McDonald taking over on Dakshar now, off what was a really good run at Tamworth uh, first up, and has always been competitive in high races in the past. So I've worked the highway around numbers three and four. Chantel, uh, highway confidence levels for you? 
I thought Spotify Park Lane ran huge the other day. He certainly ran better than what his quote suggested. He was a $51 chance. He was beat 2.2. He was getting to the line well in the uh, concluding stages there. I think the step back up to remembering he was coming off a 1,400-metre race back to 12 on a heavy track. So he goes back up to 1,300 today. I think he'll settle a little bit closer than he was the other day. Um, it's a fair trip down from Grafton and they've opted to bring him back. So I heard Sammy on the phone this morning. She sounded pretty confident and Maddie knows him inside out. So um, I think he'll run a big race. I think Zavru's another good chance. I'd like to see him settle a little bit closer. He's drawn mm. Um, I think the other day he just had absolutely no luck there. So he should have finished a lot closer than he did. And the question about Warra Flash, he's only got 51 and a half on his back. Um, Ellen's got a bit of a task to try and get him a bit of cover. But I know it's the first race. We don't really know how the track's going to be playing. If they can make ground, I'm tipping you'll probably be 3D. If you can get 3D with cover... He'll be doing his best work. He's a horse that can really um, run on. So just with a 51 and a half on his back, I thought he might scratch him, but he's opted to bring him down here, so they must have a bit of confidence about him. Race five hurls. Can we grab a market here? See what's happening with uh, with Frumos. She'll be one of the shorter price favourites today. Yeah, it was a dollar ninety this morning, and I can tell you that's Rickerton. It uh, is Rickerton. <laughs> Uh, okay. Watching the market there. A couple of punters getting involved. Early doors. All right. Uh, Frumos is now... Yeah, it's still at $1.90. Uh, we went up that price this morning. I'll be very interested to hear from Tim Owens when he comes on to see if we're going to get black figures. It's bounced around one ninety, bottomed out at one eighty five. It's back to that $1.90. Riduna's five fifty to six dollars, seven fifty to eight. Torfeek Glass four naught, uh, fear naught rather, is at nine dollars. But just looking at the hold, you know, it's no surprise that it has been clearly uh, the best back runner in that race. Um, in fact, yeah, it's it's been monstered ever since the market opened. A question here, Chantel Nigel from Bondi is is Frumos at all vulnerable today? I don't think so. Um, I know a lot of people have said that they'd like to see a step up over further, but she's just every time they've raised the bar, she's just done it so easily. She has been back to the trials and so she's had that nice tick over trials. She's quite unassuming to look at. She's an okay type, um, but I don't think she shows the stable anything at home. She saves it all for race day and that's a sign to me of a pretty good horse. She knows when to, she doesn't leave her, her work at home on the track. She brings it to race day and that's what you want to see. And I know um, Rory Hutchins, he partnered her in the first two races and he got off her and said she's a group horse. So I think she has to come out and win today. I don't think she's vulnerable. Um, I think if she's as good as what they're saying she is, then she should win. Yeah, she stays in the grade. Four extra kilos here. I couldn't go past her, and that's good intel. Shani's passed on there. Uh, the comments about Rory Hutchings uh, successful under him, both those successes at Newcastle. But she just toyed with him here last uh, last time for a city debut. She was completely different class, and she stays in the grade. It's impossible to go past her. 
Fair enough. Uh, just some comments here. Richard, if you can get a run, Private Eye will be a big chance in the Everest. High pressure of the race and will play into his hands. And Dave from Wattlegrave. Good on you, Dave. Uh, boys and girls, just got on Spacewalk in the Everest just in case. David from Wattlegrove there. So Good stuff. $26 a drum there too. Yeah, nothing ventured, nothing gained when it comes to an all-in market like that. Can we, we're going to get my market hurls for race number 10. Talk about short price favourites. Shades of Rose. What's happening in the last today. Gee, if punters uh, if punters are having a, a, a fill up, they may launch into this even harder, but it's $1.60. It's very short. One fifty this morning. Quick tempo is a $6 chance, $7 this morning. Never second, 9 to 8.50, back to $9. And then we've got cloudy, 12 to 11, but yeah, one-way traffic here, shades of rose, at $1.60. Question from Carol down there at Coogee today, and Carol's just asking, um, come to you, Darren, with this one regarding Shades of Rose. Is it a different kind of pressure in today's race for her or won't that even matter? I, uh, I actually think drawing white out might be a bit of a plus there for Shades of Rose because she doesn't seem brilliant out of the gates. And now that James has had that experience uh, of riding her to such a cosy victory last time, he'll know how uh, he wants to play the situation early by, by rolling around the field. Now that Zarastro has come out, if there won't be any resistance there. I, I'm not sure um, who is really going to, to kick up and try and hold the front in this race. I, I can't really find one now, so I just think Shades of Rose will roll to the front and control. If something goes wrong with Shades of Rose, I think Quick Tempo could be the one. Really good run and defeat at Randwick uh, last week behind Mao Tai. And uh, he's the, the only danger. Now, in a, in a way, I'm sort of relieved Zarastro's out because I was going to tip Zarastro, uh, but the soft track was going to worry me. So, um, yeah, I... I can't really take this favourite on. I think I'll just be going one out in the quaddies and the and the big six, and then when it gets closer to race time, have a saver on quick tempo. What do you think, Chantel? Oh, look, I think she, she's in the same sort of grade. Uh, she's gone from a what, 72 to a 78. She carries pretty much the same weight. She's gone up half a kilo. Um, I think she's very, very well placed, and the odds suggest that she's unbeatable. I'm, I'm with Darren. I think drawing out there probably isn't a bad thing because she can be tardy out of the gate. He can work, a, he can give her a little bit. You wouldn't want to dig her up too much, but he can give her a little bit of a dig. I think she can cross, um, you know, do it all within her own stride and not pressure her to be there. And I think she'll lead them up and she'll take a lot of beating today. And um, uh, yeah, she's just, she's in the right grade. They've just found a perfect race for her. Else, any comments here? Uh, behind the gates, multi G, it's getting popular today, so God give it strength. Munitions, Rydunut, Titanium Power, Zuccarino, all to run top four and go to sports. Today's offers and racing offers $7, and it'll close in 14 minutes, so hop to it if you're keen. Chantel, we might let you go now and uh, get, uh, get a good look at these horses. Uh, great time of year, these spring horses coming back, and you'll be right up close there on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Thank you. I've got some interviews to be done before the race, uh, first race, so I best be off. See you all later. Good on you, Chancel Buckley. Thank you. And Darren, before we let you go, we'll, we'll grab your best and value and quality thoughts. I don't know whether you can answer this, Darren, whether you've seen the trials. And I know that Mark Hunter was quite keen on uh, Man in the Mirror in Melbourne at good odds. And this time of year, we see these Sydney trialers go down south, and I think we're all pretty wary of them. Yes, he has been trialling well, man in the mirror. Um, as far as Caulfield's concerned today, I do like 
I am Superman. Mm. Oh, wasn't his trial outstanding? PB Lawrence. Uh, mm, yes, a race eight, yeah. number seven, I am Superman, and the $5.50 seems a pretty attractive price, I thought. And um, I think a good one's going around at Kembla today, Headwall, mm. from the Matt Smith yard, but the price is well and truly gone. Apparently $4 went up, but <laughs> I don't think that lasted very long. Uh, you know when you refresh, you, you refresh all afternoon? Well, when you refresh, refresh all afternoon and then nothing, nothing, and then three minutes later, oh, there you go, and then there's this long list of fluctuations, $4 all the way into two thirty. I thought, oh, that'll do me. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. Because I obviously have the book in front of me, Wednesday afternoons, uh, when they open, the amount of punters that are obviously just, uh, you know, picked off a price they want for a horse and whooshka, they, they get on straight away. Uh, are, are these people in offices and workplaces around the country that are just maybe not working as hard as they should be and just waiting there. Maybe well, good luck to them, I suppose. I think there, I think, apparently there is a website uh, that you can get on and I think it, it, it alerts you when uh, the organisations go up with their prices. Okay. So that's that's probably what we all we're need always first alert. up, Darren. We're always first. Yeah. Up. Well, that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> some some of the competitors had the hide to actually put a price two points higher mm. than what the tab go up as their opening price, and you know it's completely fictitious. Yeah. yeah exactly. What's um what are you keenest Any. on today, Darren? What are you what are you most bullish on at uh, Rose Hill? I've made uh, my best munitions race four number one and uh, spacewalks my other strong bet for the day. So uh, race four number one and race eight number. Three, my quaddy for the card. Um, I think race seven's the the real tricky race on the card, so I'm going to go very wide here now. Two elusive duel, four Doctor Evil, five Lovely Esteem, nine Rondino, twelve Sofika, and thirteen Mon Felicity. Race eight, the three possible chances there: three, five, eleven, Spacewalk, Caboo, and Zuccarino. In race nine. Kalino uh, looks the one, but if, if it goes against him, I think five Canasta on the speed. And 11 New Republic, I will follow the money in there, 5, 8 and 11, and then Shades of Rose on her own in the last. So that's my quaddie today. Good calling today, Darren, and go you Tigers this weekend. They're <laughs> oh, no. playing the Sharks at 5.30. What did so, you think of um, South last night, Darren? Oh, marvellous, marvellous. <laughs> Beating was, me. Yeah. The very hot and cold Parramatta. <laughs> Haven't they been a frustrating team to follow in recent weeks? I was at the game last night, and you know how you, you pick up on things at a ground that you don't see on TV and vice versa. Latrell just walked in whenever he wanted, Bang did something, and then just went out the back and directed traffic. Phenomenal player. Mm. Boy, there's been some twists and turns to, uh, uh, to and all of this in recent weeks. They'll continue to, I've got no doubt. Mm. I'm not sure, man. Well, it's good. As I'm not sure, man, the right. good thing is against the Titans either, just quietly, anyway. Mm. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, surely, surely. No, not surely, Darren. I don't think oh. surely. Anyway. <laughs> We well, will. good luck. Thank you. We need every bit of it. Good calling today, Darren. Cheers. Tata. Tata. Darren <laughs> Flindell, Sky Thoroughbred Central, all day today. Kosciuszko tickets are on sale, $5 a ticket. Um, your share in $2 million now, Hurls, if you want to get involved. And you've got a, a, about a month to go, less than a month. Yeah, so I think it's the get third of uh, September. But, yeah, for $5, the chance of that could be a life changer. Yeah. Uh, and it's now worth $2 million. I just wanted to point out, someone's asked about Melbourne, and 
I generally don't do Melbourne form, but I heard um, Dave Stanley interviewed David Eustace on Wednesday. Gee, he gave a push to one of his horses, and it's in race two, and it's horse number eight, Unusual Culture. And he said that um, the horse is just getting better and better. It's been looking for a mile, and you're looking at $5.50. As I said, I'm just passing on something um, that I my ears really pricked when David Eustace said that on Wednesday with Dave Stanley. Right, so you've got uh, around about nine minutes to get on today's uh, Behind the Gates Multi, which is Munitions, Riduna, uh, Titanium Power, Zuccarino, all to run top four. $7 you're getting available there. There. It's under sports and today's offers, and it's called the Behind the Gates Multi. Uh, today, for New South Wales Tab customers, uh, place a quaddy at Rose Hill, and if you miss by one leg, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. How often uh, that takes place when you miss out on one leg. Uh, races one to four, Rose Hill, Caulfield, and Eagle Farm today. Place a uh, win bet on your first tote win bet if your horse runs second or third you get a bonus bet back up to $50 J Mac very very short in the jockey's challenge today he is a dollar ten, but we've got prices there for him to ride two winners three winners four winners or even five winners uh, head to today's offers again for that uh, don't think I've got anything else to add sharp haircut actually I know this fancy I'm being serious. Have you not been here for a couple of weeks? No, it's it sorted on Wednesday. When did you get it done? Oh, I don't know. A week and a half ago, okay. maybe. Well, Thank you. Was I here Thank you. I don't want to be insulting. Was Thank I here you. Last I can't remember. Yeah. No, I don't. Always was. Uh, weeks so. a long time in racing and weeks yeah. a long time in life. Yeah. All right, let's get this multi Thanks, home mate. today. All right. Thank um, you, Hells. Looking forward to it. Okay. Uh, and look, at just a little cheeky question there. Morning, talking about futures. Can anybody... Uh, tell us what races um, that uh, La Creek is known for. Smart Kiwi Mare and maybe the prices. In a Golden Eagle, she's $26. In a Caulfield Cup, she's $51. In a Cox Plate, she's $26 with those tab oil markets. La Creek, a very good New Zealand mare. So to that listener, uh, 51 bucks Caulfield Cup, Golden Eagle, Cox Plate. She is a $26 chance. She's very, very smart. It's to Borderly Quiz time. Paul Ambrosoli, a very good morning to you. And a very good morning to you, my friend. How the devil are you? You are well this morning. I know I've been listening to all of it. Right. We've had a good morning uh, so far. We haven't seen anything too silly, I don't think. Eh? Not yet. Uh, no, not yet. There's still, still time. I'm still trying to figure it out and get back to 10.30. <laughs> I know. We'll have, to change, the, we'll have to change the run down there, but never now, mind. Now, here we go this morning. The phone number is 135353. And if you've been living under a rock for the last few years, well, this is where we give you the chance of winning a twin pack of Windy Peak Wine by answering a simple question on that phone number and being first through to do so. Now, there's a clue, and here comes the clue. I'm racing today at Rose Hill. And remember this, our man on the phone does everything very strictly, and until I give you that phrase again, he will not answer the phone. So it's the first person to end with the correct answer after I repeat that phrase. Now, I always thought... This fictional person, right, and I'm racing today, right, so I thought this fictional person after whom the horse is named was featured in the 007 movie called Goldfinger. But in fact, the horse was a reflection of a Bond villain from a movie, You Only Live Twice. Now, the name of the horse today is, in fact, a fictional figure played by Mike Myers in Austin Powers' film 
in the film series, I should say. And uh, that was, I think, the last appearance from this person was in the film Gold Member, which is where I got tangled up with the other one. I've never seen a 007 movie, and I certainly haven't seen uh, an Austin Powers movie. So I'm racing today at Rose Hill. What is my name? And you've heard the clues, right? Now I don't know whether that puts you in the frame there, Richard. Did I follow? Did I did, did I put that over correctly, or what? Hey. Or have I lost you? No, I've lost. No, you, you haven't. You haven't because yeah. uh, I I just have uh, Grant in my ear telling me the winner's name already. He can't have the winners now, really. Well, that's why that's that's why I was half listening to you and I was yeah, half no, listening to Grant. Exactly. But we do have a winner. But you can you, you you need to tell us the wines on offer for De Bordley before we oh, well, reel off if, the winner's if, name. Everybody knows the wines on offer <laughs> from De Bordley because you walk into the shop, you see the De Bordley sign on any bottle of wine, and you know it's from a person who's or a company who's been making the wine uh, from the original person a hundred years ago. Uh, you know where you're going on the Windy Peak stable is very strong because there's three whites, three reds, and it doesn't burn a hole in their pocket. And, you know, you'll always look for value when you're having a bet today. Right? So there's the value as far as your um, your wine is concerned this evening when you've got some guests coming out. Or if you're just there all by yourself and you want to really enjoy something, enjoy one of those. Who won? We're heading up into the northwest of New South Wales to Wee War. Ben's our man. Ben from Wee War. Ben from Wee War. Good on you, Ben. Ain't nobody from Wee War. Yeah, no, no, we're celebrating in Wee War. We got nobody winning. Outstanding. Wee Good on you, Ben at Wee War. Any narrow bro? Uh, I shouldn't say northwest. It's probably more just north, northern New South Wales. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> Depends if you're in there. Depends in the where you are. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. Right. <laughs> now, listen, uh, while we're sending you a twin pack of uh, De Bortley wine, uh, what do we send him? Some Pinot Grigio, because that's my favourite, and also Shiraz, that's my favourite. So you're getting my favourites better than we wore. And the name of the horse that's racing today that was a part of those movies is none other than Dr. Evil. Mm. <laughs> So that's the answer, Dr. Evil. And you had to be quick today because Ben was really off the mark in a flash. Okay, so there you go. Good morning, all. Have a very good day on the punt today. Good on you, Paul Ambrosoli. Thank you. Well done to Ben from Wee War. You have some Debortley wine coming your way. It's now time for Trading Places. Now on Racing HQ, it's Trading Places with Tab's senior trader, Tim Ryan. No, it's not Tim Ryan. You can have Tim Ryan. I think he's on Sky Thoroughbred Central today. Tim Ryan, it's Tim Owens. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Richard. Yes, you're correct. Uh, I'm filling in for the great man, uh, Tim Ryan, who's filling in for Glenn Munsey. So uh, good luck to him on Thoroughbred Central today. What, what we're getting in is we're all carrying Munsey while he has a little bit of a break. But look, uh, Rose Hill Gardens today... Oh, a couple of short price favourites. Um, lots of different angles here. What's what's business been like this morning? Yeah, uh, pretty busy this morning, Richard. Uh, although there's probably a bit smaller fields than we usually see at uh, Rose Hill, just due to the rail being out. Some of those fields limited to twelve runners, but there's still been uh, some good betting interest, as you said. 
a few shorties on the card, but, uh, you know, a few of them going different ways. But it'll be interesting to see what happens throughout the day. Let's get stuck in. Race one, the Tab Highway. It's only about 22 minutes away. The highway, they'll be saddled up and into the yard soon. Number three, Rusty Crown for Scotty Singleton, a $3.80 favourite in race one. Yeah, uh, been well supported right throughout the week, Rusty Crown. We actually opened $6 on the Wednesday and he got as short as uh, $3.50 earlier this morning, just easing out, back out now towards the 380 mark. Uh, he's obviously lightly raced horse and looks one on the up, but we were just unsure as to where he'll get to in the run from that uh, outside gate barrier 10. There does look to be a bit of speed drawing, drawn inside him and I think riders will want to hold their positions early in the day, so it'll just be interesting to see what Reese Jones does from that outside gate. Uh, for those reasons, we're happy to take them on a little, uh, just easing them out this morning from that 350 to 380, and that's looking like continuing, so you may even get $4-ish if you continue to wait, I think. Um, also, Zaru was the other one in the market this morning. It's been drifting out. uh was a bit of a flashing light run last start, but I just think it's prior form probably didn't justify that uh, $5 quote it was this morning. Now it's at six fifty. Uh, the two words that we're probably looking to keep safe are King's Trust, which has been $8 into $5 this morning, and also Warrior Flash that's been spec throughout the week. Uh, we know King's Trust is always up to the mark in these highways, and uh, his next win shouldn't be too far away, while Warrior Flash has been consistent all throughout this preparation. There's been good money for it at basically every start, so... Interesting uh, highway to kick us off, Richard. Race two, uh, three-year-olds here. The Dooley's Handicap, benchmark 72, 1,300 metres. Number six, Wave Rider Boys sits there now at $4. Number two, True Crime, 420. Back rower firm enough here to have number four at 480. Yoshino uh, is there at $7.50. Show Court sits there at $12. How do you think we might play race two here, Tim? Yeah, certainly an interesting race, Richard. A few progressive types lining up here. Uh, True Crime was actually, went up the favourite during the week and was favourite earlier this morning. It was, of course, the winner of that race they ran uh, prior to the abandonment of uh, Randwick a few weeks ago. So it's a little difficult to ascertain how quality that form is just given the stack the, tra- the state the track was in. Uh, just thinking it was possibly flattered a little there and for that reason we're happy to sort of drift him out this morning. Uh, Having opened at 360 earlier this week, now 420, could even get a little better, I think. Uh, back row has been the best back runner throughout uh, the whole week. Sort of got out to, to double figures there and is now all the way into 480. Uh, he was good at his first prep and he's been trialling well and can probably get a good spot from barrier three, we're thinking. So Wave Rider Boy's been solid at the $4 mark, but we're thinking... Uh, back rower could possibly even start challenging for favouritism as we get a little closer to the race, Richard. Race three this afternoon is the midway. Benchmark 72, 1,400 metres. Nice open market here. Number six, Nick Tock is a 480 favourite. One Oxford Tycoon at $8. Bellasoir, $8. Chilke Lake, $8. And Bullet Wing, an $8.50 chance. Oakfield Arrow, $10. So since we spoke to Kristen Horse before 7 o'clock, both of her runners look to just trim up here a touch. Um, what are our thoughts on another open midway market? Yeah, it's the case every week, isn't it, Richard? Uh, Nick Talk obviously went up favourite earlier in the week. I think we probably found him a bit too well at around that 450 mark. He's starting to get out to a, probably a more realistic quote now. He should map well from gate one, but he's starting to get on in years and hasn't won in a lot 
in a long time. So I think we'll be happy to take them on a little throughout the day. Uh, overall, not too much happening here in the market, Richard. Uh, but as you said, both of those Christian Buchanan runners have been well backed. The one we were probably most keen on of those two was uh, Bullet Wing. He's uh, reasonably lightly raced, and I thought there was some merit in his win at Wyong. Uh, he, he should have more upside than most of these, so he's certainly one we'll be looking to keep safe throughout the day, Bullet Wing. Race four at Rose Hill today, the Cabramatta Bowling Club, benchmark 88, 1,200 metres here the trip, and number six, Conscript, a $2.50 favourite, Cattle and tab number five. She's been with him most of the morning here at 280, and they come away from Dream Circle and Munitions at $9, who Darren Flindell's made his best on the day. Yeah, interesting that, uh, Richard. First up, Richard Litt, and we know he can uh, do some good things with these ex Dolphin gallopers, so this might, this might be the next one that he manages to win a few races with. But uh, it's really all been actually about uh, cattle in this race. Put up uh, above, put up 370 earlier in the week, sorry, uh, now now into the 280 mark. Uh, obviously has a fantastic fresh record, has been trying well, and gets James McDonald. So certainly ticks a lot of boxes there. The map probably a slight question mark, but given the flood of money we've had throughout the week, she's one we'll be looking to keep safe. Uh, meanwhile, Conscript, I think, is probably the one we're happy to let out a little bit. Obviously, uh, it should map well from gate two, gets a claim for Tyler Schiller, but I just think this is a far better race than uh, what it faced last start with, you know, horses like, uh, cattle and even wonderful Riri having some nice black type form in mares races. So I think this is a step up uh, for Conscript and for that reason we're happy to ease him out a little bit and I wouldn't surprise if Catalan starts challenging him for favouritism a little later today. Race five, Phillies and Mares, benchmark 78, 1,400 metres, number five, Frumos, $1.80 fixed with the tab. Now $1.80 on the tote. Yeah, we got our pants pulled down a little bit last start with Free Moss making her the way of the day, but I don't think we'll be doing that this week, Richard. Uh, she's actually been, even this morning, a dollar ninety-five into a dollar eighty. I was originally thinking punters may get even money at the at some point, but given she's holding close to seventy-five percent of the book at this stage, I don't think uh, that quote will be getting out a whole lot. Uh, as a result of the money for her, we've seen a few of those others in single figures, uh, namely Torfee, Glass and Regina, start to drift out a little bit. And uh, we, I think this will continue as we get towards start time. Uh, I've heard a few good judges tipping, hoping your heart can uh, run a race first up. She obviously ran well uh, in some black type races last prep, uh, including being close up in the surround over this trip. So if she runs up to that sort of form, um, I certainly think she can fill a placing here and uh, possibly even give the favourite a shake. Been $26 into 16 throughout the course of the week. Race six we go to now, the Bankstown Sports Handicap. Open handicap, 1,400 metres. The return of Muggatu back to the races today. He's a $10 chance, but number eight, Titanium Power. Uh, Brad Davidson not with us this morning. We'll have um, Dave back next Saturday morning. I think he made Titanium Power his best bet on the day. I'll just uh, reconfirm that as we um, uh, just after we speak to you, Tim. But $3.30 about number eight, Titanium Power. Just surefire. Tab number four right there at $4. Oscar Zulu, a $5 chance here for race six. Yeah, certainly some quality gallopers lining up in this one, Richard. Uh, Titanium Power does have the fitness edge on his rivals and 
he does get into this with just the 52 kilos. So thinking uh, with another, a few of his rivals, your sure fires, no compromise, etc., having uh, goals over longer later in the spring, I think it's, I can see why he's been well backed at around that 350 mark now into 330. Uh, while I think Shawfire, he's there at $4, I think he's certainly a nice horse and uh, will go on to bigger and better thring, things throughout the spring. But I do think he's probably well-found at that point, uh, just having those bigger goals in mind. While Oscar Zulu, uh, he's another that's hard fit, uh, just obviously has a little more weight than a horse like Titanium Power. But I think he'll hold his price around the uh, $5 mark. Meanwhile, as you say, Mugatu resumes here. He's been absolutely friendless. Uh, put him up $6 at the start of the week, and he's now out to $10. So maybe uh, he'll need the run here coming back from uh, such a long break. So keeping titanium power safe enough here? Yeah, for sure, Richard. Uh, just as I said, having that fitness edge and also probably likely gets things its own way in front. So that reason keeping it safe. What, what about Shawfire in that? Maybe take on or just... Yeah, take him on a little bit, Richard. Uh, just, I think, you know, he'll probably need this run. I, I think he's probably, wouldn't surprise me if he comes out to be the best horse in the race. There's actually been some money for him in the Caulfield and Melbourne Cups. But uh, I just think he'll need this run despite the good trials. Let's go to race number seven at Rose Hill today, the Canterbury Hurlston Park RSL. Benchmark 78, 1,800 metres, where number five, Lovely Esteem, is our 320 favourite. Yeah, tricky race to work out, this one, I thought, Richard. Uh, both the favourites, Lovely Esteem and Elusive Jewel, have had their fair share of supporters throughout the week. Uh, we are holding a touch more money on Lovely Esteem at this stage, but there's not a lot between them. Uh, it has been well back this morning, Lovely esteem, three fifty into three twenty. I was slightly concerned about where she'd end up in the run, and the fact that she uh, will need to make up a length or so on her defeat uh, to Elusive Jewel last start. Whereas I thought Elusive Jewel should find a nice spot on the speed from gate two, but uh, is also starting to build up in the weights and uh, has been up for a long time. So. Not particularly keen on either of the two favourites here, and I think you may get a little better on both of them. Whereas there's a couple uh, down in the weight here that we're probably looking to keep safe. Uh, Modern Felicity being one of them. She's starting to uh, build fitness, and she really excels at these more extended trips. Both run and back have been good. While uh, Sapphica, I think, is a nice mare. Uh, her first preparation in Australia and is also starting to uh, find her way, I think. Been good money for her around the ten dollars this morning. Race eight, the Smithfield RSL Rosebud, three-year-olds listed, eleven hundred metres. Number five, Kaboo, now is a three dollar fifty favourite. Spacewalk four sixty, Sebenak at five dollars. Zuccarino five fifty. Tim. Yeah, cracking contest here to kick off the uh, black type races for the three-year-olds this new season. Kaboo has actually been quite easy this morning. Three twenty out to three fifty. I think punters are just asking the question of uh, her coming back from uh, 1,400 metres back to the 1,100. So it seems punters are opposed to that sort of unconventional setup here. Uh, we thought originally that, you know, she'd likely get things her own way in front, but given the uh, lack of interest we've had thus far and uh, a couple of these other runners being well, real well back throughout the week, she's one we're happy to ease out uh, throughout the day. And as I said, already 320 out to 350. That should continue, I think. Uh, 
Spacewalk has probably been the best back runner here. We actually opened 26 doors on Monday in the all-in book prior to Best of Bordeaux being withdrawn. Now into 460, as you said, so some punters certainly on that at some nice overs. Whereas the other one that punters got some good odds about is uh, Zuccarino, also went up $26 earlier in the week and now into $5.50. So a few punters have got some nice bets on at the overs here. Uh, whereas the favourites have been uh, reasonably quiet today. Which horse do you think you mightn't risk here too much? Uh, might not risk here too much. Spacewalk, I think, Richard. Uh, okay. There's been some money in it through some group ones throughout the spring. Obviously, J-Mac on board gets gate two. So, and as I said, we've had a flood, th- flood for it throughout the day and earlier in the week, so it's probably the one spacewalk. Race nine, Clubs New South Wales handicap, benchmark 78, 1,400 metres. Number eight, Kalino, 240 favourite. Number four, Marnix, only other horse in single figures, 480. Yeah, Kalino, uh, it did burn us a couple of weeks ago, Richard, as the way of the day, but we're going to go back to the well today. Um, just think that... The race he uh, won where we made him the way of the day wasn't the strongest race. And while you can somewhat forgive his last start being back in distance, uh, we felt he could have hit the line a little better there. Or, and also, I just think he has to go back from his gate and it could be a little hard to make ground uh, out wide today. So he was as short as 2.15 earlier this morning, uh, now out to 2.40. So he's our way of the day and uh, we haven't had much interest at the 240, to be honest, so you could get even better, I think, later in the day. Uh, New Republic has been off the map here, actually, Richard. Bet as much as $51 earlier in the week. Uh, I know Brad Davison was giving it a good chance uh, to tip it somewhere, and his disciples have stepped in backing New Republic all the way into $11. So given uh, we've already racked up a massive liability on him, He'll be one we're looking to keep safe while uh, getting out Colino is the way of the day. Okay, so New Republic uh, keeping safe enough. Last of the day we go to now, Tim, race number 10, benchmark 78, 1,100 metres, Shades of Rose, a dollar sixty favourite, courtesy of a fairly fat bet during the week. Yeah, well publicised that $40,000 bet at two twenty, Richard. There's obviously been some small deductions here, but I believe that punter's still on it about uh, $1.98, I believe, so... He certainly secured some nice overs there. Uh, obviously, does look the one to beat. Was a good winner last start, and this race doesn't look a whole lot harder than that one. Gets J Mac and uh, should be able to take up a spot on the speed. I think the dollar was as short as the dollar fifty this morning, which I think was probably a little too short. Now out to one sixty. Uh, it's hard to say what will happen there because, as I said, it doesn't seem the race of the most depth because it's just so it'll just be interesting to see if we do lay anything around Shades of Rose. I think punters could get, you know, that 165, 170 mark a bit later, but not a whole lot better than that. Uh, if there is one that's been a bit of interest outside of that, I know Ron Dusty was giving a quick tempo a good chance. So, uh, another Mark Minabit Beanie runner, which has been well back, there's been a couple of those today, but. Yeah, it really is all about Shades of Rose in the last, Richard. Good on you, Tim. Well played. Kalino, lay of the day. Um, jump onto your tab app, throw some cash in there and, and take your mob on this afternoon. 
Yep, sounds good, Richard. Best of luck to anyone having a bet today. Tim Owens, good on you. Thank you. And uh, just uh, the Tab's thoughts on how they might play Rosebud Day uh, there at Rose Hill Gardens. So they're in the yard for race one at Rose Hill Gardens. So they're in the yard for the, the highway today. We have a bit of an Adelaide preview coming up. So we'll see how we go uh, getting through as much of the nine races as we can. And uh, Peter Ellis is the man there for Adelaide. And uh, I'm not sure whether he's quite there just yet, Pete Ellis. It's, of course, Behemoth. He is going for uh, another win. In fact, three wins in the spring stakes. He's a $2.20 chance, but uh, we'll get to that seventh race on the day uh, pretty soon. Hopefully, wait for age group three is the spring stakes there at uh, at Morpherville this afternoon. Uh, within the five-minute mark here for the first race at Rosewood Gardens, so place your bets. Good luck if you're having a go in the behind-the-gates multi today. Um, unfortunately, uh, the, unfortunately, the, the punters panel multi from yesterday Zarastro came out, so that's been refunded. You might have, you might have liked the horses we threw up for um, for our multi and got involved there as well. Nine races at Morpherville. Peter Ellis is there on the line. G'day, Pete. Hello, Richard. How are you? Very well, Thanks. thanks. The big fellas back in race seven, trying to make it a three, Pete. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, you think you'd be probably too good for them. They're, they're negative at the minute. There's there's been showers this morning. We're down to a heavy nine, and there's a few showers forecast. So makes it a tough program, but we'll see what we can do. We got one really short in the first. Uh, Alpha Flight's been in the money. It's all its four run. Just run down late the other day. Never been on a heavy track, so that's. I don't know whether you want to be taking dollar thirty five for a horse that's uh, never been on the ground, but that's certainly the one to beat. I got looks like Lady the Danger was wide um, when resuming. It'll certainly be fitter for that. And then uh, a couple of the first start of Bisley Bubbly. And um, uh, what's the other one? More, uh, more rewards. Only had the one run. That was back in May. It's disappointing, but might improve. But uh, watch race for me. One eight four seven. Race two is a maiden. Four year olds and upwards. Set weights eleven hundred metres. Number one, Commander Maru. Must be a story here. First starter is a three dollar fifty favourite. Rachana um, or Rachana for the Jolly Yard at five dollars. Then Lucky Blue six fifty. So is number eight, Born to Run. Are you with the first starters or the race brigade? brigade? I just go particularly in the heavy. I just go with the race horse. I would like it blue, well, but consistent. It does handle the ground, so I'm happy to go each way. In ball the run. Um, uh, it's the second local run. Just went too hard in the in the lead the other day. Got one down. It'll be fitter for that in the first start. It's interesting with Commander uh, Aru as a six year old though, and I've been doing a very trial. And I've got courageous heart. Five of the 12 work really hard first up, so you expect to get a softer run here. I'm um, 3812. Race three at Morpherville, a benchmark 72 over the mile. A $2.50 fixed favourite is number one, Santero. Yeah, I think he'd just be too good for him now. It's heavy. He's proven in the ground. He's been racing on heavy eights, nine runs, and tens in Victoria, and winner at Sandown two runs ago over the mile. He's been in great form, so I'm happy to go with him. Better than I, unlike. Query the trip. Um, I uh, thought that uh, Katania was some sort of a chance in RSX Sydney. He's also been placed as past two of the blinkers on the road by. So, quality media, but has uh, been off for a fair while. But I think it was a good thing to win. One, two, four, five. Race four we go to. Benchmark 68,050 metres. Number three, Great Diviner resumes here. 375 at number five, Kong is going great guns at 420. And Howell resumes here. Tab number four at 440. $4.40 about number 11 is a race as well. Yeah, the market tells the story. Compared to the race, it was great Diviner. He's only been sparingly raised. One, four, at ten. 
did win first up uh, last prep. That was on, uh, on Adelaide Cup Day. It was impressive. He does handle a soft. He's one on a heavy eight, so there shouldn't be an issue. Call the obvious danger backing trip, but he's up on the top of his game and does handle the ground. Hey, I was a little bit disappointing the other day, but it's been just pressing up. It's won two or three of Morgaville in Zara. And a, a dominant win there on Morfield last start on three five four eleven. Race five, we have a benchmark sixty eight twelve hundred metres. Number seven, Chicago Storm, a dollar eighty favourite. Yeah, you should get the gun run here. Just race wide, got no late the other day on the park circuit. Tyler Gale, really quick. It's been running on his past two, but a bit of a those down in grade. Devon's informed, does like the ground, and uh, short stories was a strong winner the other day. And it'll also handle a heavy seven, one, five, and eight. Race six, we might knock over this race and hold up Pete for the first at Rose Hill. But race six there today uh, at Morvaville, a benchmark 76, 2,000 metres, where number six, Miss Gobkane, is the 330 favourite. No knock on number eight, perfect illusion, going for three on the trot at $5. Yeah, it's a really competitive race, Richard. I'm with Miss Gobkane. She's got a good record in South Australia there. Just dashed the way one easily over the 1800, so the 2000s are plus. Duke of Plumpton. Got solid Victorian form for Fatty Bain will handle the ground, it's the value. Jaguar is back in form with an easy winner there at, on the park circuit. And wasn't as crazy beyond cash and chips. You can see to that horse seven kilos, that horse went to Fleming last week. Was unlucky, perfect illusion, the one you mentioned on a hat trick after a, a long uh, drought between uh, wins. But on six, four, one and eight. Might do one more race here, Pete. Race seven is the spring stakes. Number one, Behemoth, a 220 favourite. Yeah, I can't tip against him. I think he's only going to be 85%. It'd probably be too good for these under the scale. Uh, the value's out. The Law's Revenge uh, was a Christmas handicap. We had a good effort at the show. Sir John Monash there at the Corpia last night on a heavy track. It was only Raiders slowing by Tibby. Uh, agreeable, ex-Victorian, third-class mayor, and Pindarek's won seven to nine, so you can't dismiss her on one, two, ten, and five. Stay right there, Peter. A couple of races to come to look at out of Morfordville. We'll do that with Pete on the back of this Rose Hill Gardens race. The highway. We're almost set for Rosebud Day at Rose Hill Gardens, and Rusty tab number three, is a $3.80 favourite here. Let's head to Rose Hill Gardens. The first of ten. A very good morning again to Darren Flindell. Flash now completes the lineup. So we're ready to run. Red light on, stand by for a break in the first and the gates open now and they're off and a great level start. 45 Park Lane jump well together with Statesville and Statesville's going to lead from 45 Park Lane. How good is Vegas? Going forward out wide is Dubbo Wanderer surging up and Rustley Crown as well is pretty wide and Reese Jones goes on with the job here on the favourite. Rustley Crown looking for the lead from Statesville. Dubbo Wanderer being restrained in the third. Then came Zaru from How Good is Vegas Dakshar. Uh, then then came 45 Park Lane midfield on the outside of Bladnock. Then came Cotton Fields from King's Trust, Bella Broadway, and Warra Flash is the last one. Rusty Crown is the front runner. Work to get to the lead. Out by a length and a half on Dubbo Wanderer, who's pulling and hanging. Statesville third, the rails followed by How Good Is Vegas on the outside is the rear. Further back then to Zach Shah as they turn for home. And it's Rusty Crown in front. Rusty Crown by length on Dubbo Wanderer, who's got Statesville hemmed away in a tight pocket. 
at the moment. Zaru's off the fence now and lengthening, and then came How Good Is Vegas. 45 Park Lane down the outside. Rustley Crown in front under seat. Statesville's got the run off the inside. Zaru's still there. Three of them slogging it out. Zaru, Statesville, Rustley Crown. It's Zaru the outsider, Statesville. Zaru, Statesville. Nose and nose to the line. Oh, what a rip tickler to start the card. Zaru and Statesville, there's nothing between the pair. Rustley Crown, a half head away third. Then came Bladnock, followed by Cotton Fields. Further back then to Bella Broadway from How Good Is Vegas, King's Trust, Dubbo Wanderer, Warra Flash, 45 Park Lane and Dak Sharp. Oh, this is a beauty. Uh, one thing's for sure, if, um, if Statesville could have bullocked off the fence, I mean, Rachel was just being hemmed right in there. Um, and just given no room, good competitive riding. What I'm getting at is I think Zaru on the outside is clearly very prominent. Statesville may well have got this on the inside. They hit the line. It is Hammer and Tong. And number six, Zaru has won. Six is the winner. Six, one, three. And I think that was an eight. Six, one, three and eight. Zaru for the Burgess Yard. Sam Clipperton. Good competitive riding up the straight. Six, one, three and eight. I think of the numbers. Six, one. Yeah, they are. Six, one, three, eight. It looks to be on race one at Rosewood Gardens. Back to Morpheville. Race eight. We go to now Peter Benchmark 60 over the mile. Nice open market here. Number one, Moscow Red is your 460 favourite. Stadium of Light was good on debut. Is there at $4. Yeah, I'm with uh, Moscow Red, the Ballarat team here. She's obviously a pre been answered. She's a real mud runner. She won a benchmark 70 on a, on a heavy nine at uh, Sandy and three runs ago. Subsequent efforts have been okay, and the claims are plus. Back to a 60. Stadium of Light to Maiden in a 60, but um, really hit the line hard there at Balaclava over the 1,400 on debut. Out to the miles of plus. They've obviously got an opinion rising legend. Just got... Two last runs, been in the money its previous four and two fit with third and stronger eight behind the smart melody man. So I'm with one to beat eight, four and eleven. Ninth and last, benchmark sixty, eleven hundred metres. Number four, Glacius, two forty favourite and a clear favourite in the last. Yeah, and with the favourite, uh, Richard, yeah, it was uh, it was a really good effort at the so well it won on debut well back there in Gaul and they went to the bridge last night, got a mile back and charged home behind Tording. That was last week. Ultimate victory, big odds, just round the 14, 15 to 1 chance. Hit the line strongly in two runs as prep. Get to the 1100s plus. Inside gates, probably a negative the fact that uh, he'll get back. So you can. I uh, think Suda's at the 1100, and um, Seville was only lightly raised. Dominant bait winner off a, a 13 month break there at, uh, at Balaclava. I'm with the favourite, 4 to beat 8, 6 and 9. What's the best, Pete? I, I, I think Santiago just looks too good for them. Fit handles the ground and been raising a better company. Race three, number one, Richard. We'll speak next Saturday. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, Richard. Peter Ellis, uh, his thoughts on Adelaide today. Just quickly, change of tactics, Rosehill Gardens. Race three, number five, Bel Espoir. To be ridden conservatively from the outside barrier. Race two, back rower. To be ridden further forward. Race nine, just a Jedi. To be ridden further forward. Race two, number four, you're done back rower. And to be ridden further forward. Uh, race six, number three, Oscar Zulu. And race nine, number six, Love Planet. Both to be ridden further forward. Massive thanks to all of our guests who joined us this morning. And to our listeners, thanks for joining us. Hope you found a winner or two. Hope you do find a winner or two during the day. We'll do it all again next Saturday morning from 6.30, Racing HQ Saturday, and we'll come live to you from Ramwick for Winks Stakes Day. Simon Harrison to take you into the first part of Race Day. We'll take a break.
break. On the other side, Simon Harrison. Enjoy your day of racing. Enjoy your weekend. See you next Saturday morning. Victor Lodora, new to Dali. An undefeated Group 1 winner at two, winning the same Group 1 as proven sires Wooden Bassett and Siuni. A Group 1 winner at three, winning the same Group 1 as his sire Shamadel, but in track record time. A son of Shamadel, from the family of Shamadel, who won the same Group 1 as Shamadel. Victor Lodora, a Group 1 victor at two and three by Shamadel. New to Dali in 2022. Sky Sports Radio's Racing HQ. Racing HQ. Everything you need for a winning day. Good morning, uh, Simon Harrison in the chair at 26 minutes past 11. They're at the start now for the first race, Eagle Farm, on a good four. And uh, Nicole Thomas joins me to take a look at the tab movers. Brisbane, Nicole, good morning. Good morning to you, Simon. So in the first three-year-old over 1,500 metres, what's uh, been backed out of all of them? Well, Hell of a Dancer was the money one. It was $2 into about $1.80, now back out to $1.95. So only solid now. That money sort of dried up with some excellent money for Like a Lark, number two, this morning. It's been $5 into $4.80 today, and overall with a deduction, about $6 into that quote. So Like a Lark is our market mover. So Like a Lark, the push there, race one over to race number two. This is the tab venue mode, benchmark 90, over 1,000 metres. There's another big deduction here of 18 cents, but after that icy in Vancouver, number five, the favourite has been backed. 190 into $1.85 favourite. And I looked at the other four in the race. There's only five runners and there's not really much that's been spec to beat it. So Ice in Vancouver is our market mover. Number five, Ice in Vancouver. And as they get close for the first, the third event, Nicole, is uh, over 2,200. Two good moves here for Berade, number four, 7.50 into five. An honourable spirit as well. That is number five in the race. $8 into five is the move. So a slightly bigger move for honourable spirit. So it's the one in race three. So honourable spirit number five there in the third. Let's join David Fowler for race one. Ready now? The shiny persuasion goes in. We're just about set to go for the first. Wide River, the maid, will be the last one to come up. But hell of a dance of the favourite. First of nine under dull conditions. Track running a good four. All set. Red light on. First of the day. Racing. Hell of a dancer and like a lark with the first two to go. Mashani Supreme was third away and driving through to the inside. Better deal to fourth. Then better strings. Mashani Persuasion drifting back and Wide River is out towards the tail. So the top pair in betting go through the first 300 metres with Hell of a Dancer leading and like a lark sitting quietly on the outside and they'll try and control it for as long as possible. The central Queenslander, better deal, gets the gun run in third. Two lengths behind the leading pair and a length away fourth was Mashani Supreme. Two to Wide River on the inside of better strings and two Takes away Mashani Persuasion, last of the seven six off the lead. Turning off the back, moving to the side, 900 left to run, and Hell of a Dancer cuddled in front by Burner, and Like a Lark being ridden quietly on the outside. There's about a neck between them as they headed inside the 800 metres. Better Deal continues to get that good run in third. Mashani Supreme trucking along fourth the outside, peeling out three wide now, a fair way from home too. Then came Better Strings, Wide River, and Mashani Persuasion. There's been little change to the order or for the tempo for that matter. They've run at a controlled speed. They come around the turn at the 500 metres and Hell of a Dancer straightens in the lead. Has had a good run. We'll try and sprint them home now. Like a lark being shaken up on the outside but is immediately under pressure. Better deal going to the inside followed by Mashani Supreme. Better strings. Mashani Persuasion running on fairly well but Hell of a Dancer going great guns below the 200 metres. Slipped away from them. Uh, they're lining up for the miners. Better strings. Mashani Persuasion and Better deal to the inside. Battling on. Might provide the Quinella but Hell of a Dancer a mile too good. Leads all the way. Beats 
better deal. Third better strings, fourth Mashani Supreme, then Wide River Like a Like dropped off and beat one home. Mashani Persuasion last over the line. So that's the first legal farm and four hell of a dance, one ninety, one thirty for Jim Byrne. Five better deal, three dollars, seven better strings, no third divvy. Race one legal farm four five seven eight Bashani Supreme ran fourth. Now we're taking a look at these uh, movers for Eagle Farm with Nicole Thomas and Nick. As I come back to you, race four on the Brisbane card is a class three over eighteen hundred and twenty five metres. Well, Southern Stock is the favourite number one and it's been backed as well. Three seventy got as big as three dollars eighty now into three forty. Deficit was uh, backed as soon as markets went up. Number two four twenty into three seventy just back out to four dollars now. Uh, but that's a better move I think for Southern Stock. So let's make the favourite the market mover. So Southern Stock there, that was uh, one that uh, ran quite well in the uh, the derby for Christmas. Over to race five now, this one's a cutest three-year-old over a thousand metres. We've got money for Jukebox here, number two. It's the favourite, 350 into 310. It did reach that at one point. I think it opened 340, so that's a good move. There's also been some money for Our Heartthrob as well, number five into $10 from 18, so a big shorten at odds, and Fire Lovers come into the $11 quote as well. But Jukebox, number two, our market Mover. So number two, jukebox there in race five. Over to race six, which is the first leg of the uh, the Brisbane Quaddy. And uh, here in race six, we've got a race over a 1,000 metres. 33 cent deduction in this race, Simon, but mischief managed after that. Number seven has still been well supported. $4 into $3.50 favourite. Dynamic Duo is the most recently supported runner today, though. Number 20, $6 into $4.60 today. So because of that recent support, I'm going to make Dynamic Duo our market mover. Right, uh, so dynamic duo there in race six. That's the emergency number 20. Uh, race seven is uh, over 1,200. Yeah, we've got some money for Legal Esprit here, number one. It's favourite, four sixty into $4. Windside as well, number four, has been well-backed. It's been seven fifty into $5. Uh, and Dusty Tycoon, it's coming to seven fifty from $14. So three good moves there. But I'll make Legal Esprit, number one, our market mover. So Legal Esprit, number one there in race seven. Over two, race eight, the Sky Racing Open handicap is over 1,600 metres. Isafar is the favourite, but it's open, number eight. isafar has gone from $5 into $4.20, but Wairiri Falls, number five, it's into four sixty from an opening $9, so that is a big move inwards. And Tokariki Lad has been met with some support as well, number two, $14 at reach, into seven fifty now. But Wairiri Falls, number five, is going to be our tab mover. So Wairiri Falls, number five, there in race eight, and race nine, the last, a benchmark 75 over 1,500. Got a good one here, Simon, Zuda Moon, number three. 13. It's opened a much bigger price. Even after a 22 cent deduction, it's been $8.50 into $3.30. So incredibly well backed. Chatty Lady, a good last start winner, number 10, has gone from 5 into 4.40 as well. But Zuda Moon, clearly the one in the last, Simon. Zuda Moon, number 13. What was the best on the card, Brisbane? Well, Zuda Moon was very good, race 9. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to make it the market mover. Currently 3.30. That is a huge move in from 8.50, Simon. Right, uh, thanks to Cole. I'll come back in just a moment for the movers' coffee. Field, a good day of racing down there. But first of all, with runners in the yard, Kembla Grange in the first in six. Let's find a winner. Mitch Manners, good morning. G'day, Simon. Morning to you. Morning, everyone. Off to the gates for race one here at Kembla. We're due off in six minutes. Overcast, coolish conditions, soft five. My best, uh, I like the trials of Boy Loves to Run in race number three. I thought his two trials leading into this uh, debut start have been quite good. He's got a good, kind gait. Mitchell Bell in good form, and so too is the Baker Stable. So I thought he 
could get away with the third race of the day. Number five, Boy Loves to Run. And race number eight, Dark Satin, was a very good run at its first run for James Ponsonby, a former Kiwi. And just with uh, fitness on its side, a couple of these are resuming or early into preparations. I think um, Dark Satin will take some catching after the scratchings in race number eight. That looks a very winnable class one. So race three, number five. Race eight, number two. And Simon, we're back shortly for the call of race one. Thank you very much, Mitch. So just over five minutes away now. Before we get to Kembla, let's take a look at the movers uh, for Caulfield. It is PB Lawrence Stakes Day. And we've also got the couple of three-year-old lead-ups, the Vane and the Quisette for the Phillies. Uh, Nicole, let me come across to you for a look at race one. We kick it off in 35 minutes on a good forward, a race over 1,600 metres. Yeah, there was some good money for Chief Altony here, number six, but that's all dried up. It's a drifter now, out to 310 with Jimmy the Bear, now favourite, slightly at the $3 quote, has come in from 350. That's number seven in the race. And also Charlie Rose, an interesting runner here, number two, $19, got to 31 at one point, back into a and thought of that has had some specking as well into 440. So three decent moves, but let's go with Jimmy the Bear. Number seven is our tab mover. Jimmy the Bear there for Paddy Payne, who's very much in form at the moment. Billy Egan takes the ride, so that's race one. Race two, Caulfield is for the Phillies and Mares over the mile. Passioni has been well backed. Number five, it's into $8 from an opening $11. And the other one that's been met with good support is the second favourite, equal second favourite, Unusual Culture, number eight. It's been six fifty into five fifty. But I think that's a good move for Passioni. Some, number five is our tab mover. Passioni, number five, the push there, one for Nigel Blackiston. That's in race number two over to the third event. Uh, and the third race, Caulfield, is... Uh, uh, the Fierce Impact Breed Elite in 2022 over 1100. It's all about She's All Class here, number four. It's been incredibly well back, two eighty into $2.20. The money keeps coming this morning. There is another runner that's worth mentioning, though, number five, Little Stevie. It's now into eight fifty, and we opened a huge price at $19. So certainly worth noting, Little Stevie, but She's All Class is our mover. She's All Class there in the third race, over to race four, which is a benchmark 78 over 1200 Lady of Honour is the new favourite, number two. It's into three ninety now. Equal favourite with I am Bene, but it's been backed in from six dollars fifty into that three ninety quote. So incredibly well supported. Invincible Jet number six has been met with good support as well. Eleven into seven fifty. And attractable is the next best. But Lady of Honour clearly our market mover in race four. Race four number two one for Ben and J D Hayes uh, across to race number five at Caulfield, and uh, this is the Vane Stakes for the Colts and Gildings over eleven hundred. This is a great race, and Alpha One has been very well backed, number five, 360 to $2.70. So it's the best backed in the race, but there is some money for some other ones here as well. We do have some money here for Giga Kick, number six, 480 into $4. Semion as well, number one, and Man in the Mirror, too. But Alpha One is the best backed, number five. So Alpha One, number five, there in uh, the Bain Stakes race five. The Phillies will be up following that race six, the Quisette Stakes, and the opening leg of the Quaddy. Yeah, another good race here. Ebha has been backed. It's the favourite, number three. It's gone from $7 into $5. Did reach four sixty at one point, but still a shortener. Waltz on by, a second favourite, number 12, is into six fifty from an opening $8. Lady Laguna has also been backed into seven fifty. Plenty of horses that have been backed by the punters, but Waltz on by, number 12, let's make it the market mover. Waltz on by, she's from a 1,000 guineas winner in uh, Stay With Me, so no surprise there. Good gate, good jock, and Peter Moody at Caulfield. Uh, well, more could you ask? for. Have it a race seven. The Regal Roller Stakes here is over 1,200. 
Uncommon James, the Queenslander, has been incredibly well back. Number 11 into $1.80 now, Simon. We opened three fifty, but there is a 15 cent deduction. And after that, we probably bet around the $3 mark. $3 into $1.80 is significant. So pretty much the only one the one punters want here, Uncommon James, number 11. Uncommon James. But why is he so uncommon? He's uh, now into $1.80. Plenty <laughs> <laughs> of people like him. Uh, over to uh, race eight. This is our feature, Nick. It's the Lawrence Stakes over 1,400 metres. It's a good race, this one as well. It's a great card today at Caulfield. Mr. Brightside, we get to see him returning here, number two, into three thirty from $3.50. So that's where the early money is, definitely. Scalopini, a big drifter in the market, the second favourite. The one worth a mention, certainly Uncle Bryn. We opened this $23, number nine. It's now into 10 So take note of that move, but Mr. Brightside is our tab mover in the feature. The Doncast, Victor, Mr. Brightside there, race eight, horse two. And over to race nine, the last is over 1400 yeah, we've got some good money here for Tamerlane, number 13. $13 into the seven fifty quote. Unanimous has been supported as well, number 11. $11 into seven fifty is the move. And the best of the roughies is I could do better. It's number 12. It's into $16 from 21. But Tamerlane, number 13, is our mover. 13 Tamerlane there in the last. What was the best on Lawrence Stakes Day? That's an easy one today, Simon. Uncommon James has been so well backed. Into the eighty quote now, if you like it. Thank you very much, Nicole. Have a great afternoon. Thanks, Simon. You too. So they're moving forward, Kembla. At Eagle Farm, it was four, five, seven, eight. Bashani Supreme, fourth. Correct weight is there. Quinella was $5. Exactor, $5.90. Trifecta, $54. First four, $322. To Mitch Manners now for the opening race at Kembla Grange. It's uh, no chance of uh, showers, according to the... Uh to the Bureau, top of around 16 degrees. Track a soft five. Gee, it's come ahead leaps and bounds this track after a, a, a number of meetings were washed out or transferred and now we're on a five. 2.30 Iron Barcati, 2.70 about Cadeas. And uh, speaking of Cadeas, it'll be the last to load. Field of seven to kick us off going 1,600 metres. And thanks to Jason and Wayne downstairs, Central linking in for the first. So stand by as Cadeus comes up. They dominate the betting uh, Iron Barkati and this mare Cadeus. All in now. Red lights. Gates are back and they're off and racing. Buff in disguise off the inside was slow to move. Out deep on the track, Makanui bounced fast and will take up the early lead from Iron Bark Artie and walk up starts with it. Then followed When I Say You Can, Reginald's just off those, then Buff in disguise and Cadeas has gone back to the tail towards the 1200 metres mark. Makanui's doing a little bit of work to cross to the rail but it will eventually do so at 1100 pole and leads by two lengths now to walk up start in second when I say you can is third and Iron Barcardi's fourth one off. Buffing Disguise on its inner fifth. One length away to Reginald and a similar margin away to Cadea's last of all who spots the leader six to seven lengths mid-race. Down the side of the track they're inside the 900. McAnui a half clear from in second spot walk up start who's edging a little closer to the leader. When I say you can is third and Iron Barcardi's had a charmed run in the race fourth one by one. Next the inside is Buffing Disguise 
Mars and then followed Reginald who's about to be roused along and last of all is Cadiz who's trying to improve in between runners. Home corner, 4.25 left to run. McAnui in front in second spot walk-up start getting felt for. Iron Barcardi travelled up strongly on their outside. When I say you can, here's Cadiz presenting as well. The two favourites are making their runs together. 2.50 to go. Iron Barcardi narrowly. Cadiz gunning out after it now. 150 to go. Iron Barcardi just from Cadiz. Not there yet. Iron Barcardi's digging in where it counts. And Iron Barcardi's too strong for Cadiz. Iron Barcardi three quarters Cadiz. When I say you can was third. McAdoo fourth. Then followed Reginald. Next in was walk-up start and buff in disguise. Punters thought it was a two-horse race and they, they paired off to fight the finish out from the 300. Iron Barcardi proving a bit the better than Cadiz over the concluding stages of the race. Cadiz was drawing level, but at the 100-metre mark, the son of Flying Arty has given a good kick under the urgings of Mitchell Bell and holds out Cadiz by about a half to three-quarters of a length. Two, three and nine will be the result with when I say you can back in third spot. Been knocking on the door, Ian Barcardi, and it's his day today at start number six. He'd been placed his previous four starts on the bounce. Mitchell Bell and Peter and Paul Snowden combined. Three second, Cadiz, Alicia Collett, Joe Pride. Nine, when I say you can, Jeff Penzer, Paul Murray. Six has run fourth, back at Dewey. Seven was fifth, Reginald, and eight walk-up start was officially sixth. Two, three, nine, six, seven, and eight. The confirmed result on race number one. So Mark. two Iron Bark Arnie was 250, 150, three Care DS, one sixteen, no third nine Fenny Say You Can, or when I say you can, I should say. Six Macanui fourth, Cornella was three dollars, exact five seventy, trifecta one hundred and fourteen dollars. And the first four was three hundred and sixteen dollars. They're loading at the gold cast. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open to New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1800 858 858. This is Ray Thomas. And I'm Dean Ritchie. Listen every Sunday from 7 for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We have the latest on league with Peter Peters. And Phil Buzz Rothfield. And legends like the King Wally Lewis. Yeah, good morning. The great Steve Pearl Renoff. Hey, how are you guys? Brad Fittler and Greg Alexander on the line. Morning, morning. Andrew, Eddie Housen. Andrew, good morning. G'day, guys. How are you doing? Pressure's massive in State of Origin. I think you can obviously understand that. And you really do. You feel like the whole state on your shoulders. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Sunday mornings from 7. Until 10 on Sky Sports Radio. Let's get a Terry Spargo now for race one at the Gold Coast. For Enola Barr, who's drawn gate number eight in a field of eight and will be the last to be loaded. Hulkamania, first start, $2.30 on the OP, $2.30 tab fixed. Gate number three, predominantly black colours. Lights on. 
Gates are back, racing, Goddess of Peace, Hulkamania, the first two away. Yuma Me, Kobe Lad began well, and Hulkamania will settle fourth at the end of the first couple of hundred metres. Then Anola Bar, followed by Dirty Dancing Wareham. Clusters Rain is three quarters of a length away at the rear. Goddess of Peace in front, down the side, 700 metres from the judge. Yuma Me, three quarters of a length away at Hulkamania, a further length and a half away running third. On the inside of Kobe Ladd past the 600 metres mark. That quartet have broken five, maybe six in front of Anola Bar, Dirty Dancing, Clusters Rain and Wareham whipped them in coming around the turn with Goddess of Peace in front of Yuma Me. Kobe Ladd is deeper out. Hulkamania behind them. Needs and out is being ridden as Kobe Ladd loomed alongside Goddess of Peace. 150 to go. Hulkamania is clear now but still a long way off the pace. Kobe Ladd broke clear. Kobe Ladd in front. And Kobe Ladd beat Goddess of Peace. Hulkamania. Dirty Dancing. Whizzing at the end. Ran fourth from Clusters Rain. Yuma Me. A break in Ola Bar. And Wareham came in at the back. So that was the Gold Coast there. One Kobe Ladd for Robbie. Frad was 340, 140. Three Goddess of Peace, 190. And nine Hulkamania for third there at $1.20. Just a waiting correct weight at Kembla Grange. Now they're in the yard for Rose Hill. Race two is due in eight. Behind the Gates with Brad Davidson and Darren Flindell. 10 a.m. Saturday. Now a market call on the second, the Dooley's Handicap for the three-year-olds. Number one show court out to $13, True Crime at $4.80, Yoshino $9.50 on the drip, Back Rowers Rock Solid at five, Stone Coat, who was uh, 14 earlier today, has tightened up to 11, Wave Rider Boy the favourite at three ninety. Major Beal on the drift to 14, Russian Warrior, a few dollars around into 18, Man Zoyce, $18 this morning into 12, Ballistic Kids 100 and Sep Time also $100. So number six, Wave Rider Boy, the filly is the favourite at $3.90 in front of two, True Crime at four eighty. back rower $5. Runners in the yard here for the second Rose Hill, it's due in seven. Let's pick up Bounty Yard coverage on Sky Central now and having a look at Saddlecloth number five here which is Stone Coat. Wave Rider Boy number six, Hugh Bowman, Chris Waller. She stuck on well last start, that was second up, uh, she's 1100 to 1300 here, but she does map well from that good draw. Yeah, not a lot. Um, she hasn't been doing a lot wrong in this preparation. She was good when winning first up there. I thought she needed the run, but she uh, surprised me just how well she got the job done then. And then when she stepped out last time, she had really come on. So third up now into the campaign, she's at an absolute peak of fitness and she's not doing a lot wrong. Major Beal, Tim Clark for Gay and Adrian, the second of their runners. Yeah, being by seven, Beal, you'd expect you'd get better with uh, with experience. So he's, he's heading in the right direction with a, a win at his second can start there in the maiden and he should keep improving but I think maybe more so when he gets over further uh, but I can't underestimate him. Yeah I definitely think he'll be a nice horse when he gets up over a little bit further. He's still immature looking, he's still got a little bit of growing to, to come. Um, he's not a big bodied horse by any means but as I said further on the better we'll see him I think. Uh, Russian warrior down from the Gold Coast for Alan Chow, John Van Overmeer. Yeah look and she is a Queenslander with some talent but she meets some improvers with up side here, that's the concern. Well they've come a long way so they must think something of her type wise, she's quite tall and athletic looking, she wears earmuffs, uh, she was on the toe a little bit just then, that might be her. 
Uh, man's voice number nine, Kathy O'Hara, Chris Waller. Yeah, look, he did enough at his debut, um, so he could well be an improver. He's hard to line up just coming out of a Wyong maiden behind Major Bill there, but as soon as they went across the line in that first race, Tim said they were the first horse they backed was this horse, but I'm suggesting that might because he got barrier one. He's a great type to look at. I didn't really know what to expect from him, but he's quite imposing. He's got a bit of height, size about him. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite taken by him, actually. No weight on his back. He's he's still very immature. He doesn't really know what it's all about, but I think the more racing he has, the better it will become. But I quite like him on looks. Ballistic Kids, Quade Crow on for the Joseph Jones yard. Uh, inside draw has speed, uh, but this is harder than a Maria Maiden. I'd prefer a couple of others. He certainly doesn't look the worst in the yard. He's got the fitness on his side. This is his fifth run, this preparation, and he's doing all this within his first, so they, he must be showing enough to come to town. In set time, John Dubois and Tyler Schiller. Just made that little bit of ground there first up. Just watch him for later on. He's just gone on to the ponies, getting a little bit revved up now that Tyler's jumped on board. I didn't see him first up, but looking at him, he's got a bit of size about him, so he probably needed the run. OK, uh, Michael Friedman has back rower back at the races. Uh, you're obviously going to take advantage of that that nice barrier today, or try to. Yeah, and with the blinkers going on, we sort of want to try and have him a little bit handier than perhaps he has been his, his last couple, his first two runs, so that's the plan anyway. And how is he going? Yeah, he seems he seems to be going well. He, he put in a nice trial last week at uh, Warwick Farm with the blinkers on for the first time, and Tommy was pretty happy with the way he felt. Um, you know, I'm, I'm keen to sort of see how he goes in this sort of this sort of company today, because it potentially then gives us a few more options in, in terms of the spring with him if he's going to be up to the better cl class of horse. So a real test today to find out where you're at. Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's a pretty handy race in itself um, for a benchmark 72, but um, I think it'll certainly give me a much better guide on on where potentially we could head with him. Um, whether it's sort of up or going backwards. Yes. Is uh, Forbidden Love uh, likely to run in the wings next week? Yeah, well, it's certainly still on the on the agenda. Um, you know, we had a chat amongst the owners yesterday and she seems to have come through last week well. Um, it was just a bit of a strange race, that, I think. Um, there was a couple of little things to take out of it that might have contributed to her not running as well as we would have liked. Um, but her work this morning was great, so you know I think at this stage it's push on. Okay, good luck here. Thank you. There's Michael Freeman and Chantel. Who do you like? I like Manzois here. I was really taken by him. I just kept coming back to him. He's a really big cold. He's very imposing to look at. He's very raw still, and look, it might all be a little bit too much for him. But I was taken by his appearance, so I'm going to put him on top. I, true crime. There's absolutely nothing wrong with what we've seen from him so far, and he hasn't taken a backward step condition-wise. I am four, six, three, and five. I'm happy to go with the first up horse in back rower here. Um, hopefully, well, I think they're going to try and. They might, there's a chance they might even overdo it early in the day with speed now after jockeys looking in connections, looking at that first race here. So maybe they run along. He gets a nice hit behind them, back rower. A nice, patient Tommy Berry looking for the inside split late, and away he goes. I think the danger is Rock Wave Rider Boy. She's a filly that's had a good grounding, but just the last 100 metres, just the 1100 metre form is just that, 1100 metre form, but she's sharp and well. Three, Yoshino 
He's one of the stronger ones, uh, but he's got. I understand he's got work to do. Probably coming to the outside with his run, and Stonecoat. He's got work to do to clear them. But if he does, I think he's very tough at uh, at decent odds here. I'm um, four, six, three, and five. Tim. Yeah, look, these favourites are starting to get a little bit easy in this race too here at Rose Hill. Wave Rider Boy, 360 Wednesday, just gets out to that $4 quote and it's a little bit difficult to lay out that $4 quote. True Crime's been 350 out to 460. Um, punters definitely um, betting against True Crime. Back rower, Ronnie's tip, it's been the big, big firm. $8 Wednesday, a high of $10 on Thursday. It's now into $4.80 and it continues to firm. Wouldn't be surprised if it ended up starting even shorter than that 480 quote. Yoshino, the fourth pick here, it's been well supported during the week. It's been $11 into 950. And I spoke to Ronnie as I hit the line in that previous race, Manzois. They took the $15 Manzois. It actually got to a high of $18 earlier in the morning. They took 15. It's now $11. So, it just, so just about to move forward there. It's $4 Wave Rider Boy. True Crime at 460. And Back Rower is a half brother to Lara Main at $4.80. Now the Gold Coast correct weight, 139. Four Duty Dancing fourth, Kembla Grange correct mate. The first on two three nine six. We won't be too far away from catching up with Brett Davis, our South Australian race caller. It is Spring Stakes Day at Morfordville this afternoon. Track is a heavy nine, and Behemoth is in the Spring Stakes at uh, two dollars twenty. But we'll get to Brett to his best bets shortly. But now to Darren and race two at Rose Hill. Sunny been to the races once. Was runner up at Wyong behind Major Beale who also runs in this. So they're moving forward. Major Beal is positioned as well. And Ballistic Kid's about to go forward. Yeah, thanks, Cassie. So getting set well here for the second. Pretty open market, really. Wave Rider Boy is the favourite at $4. Wave Rider Boy third up this preparation. Hugh Bowman in front of True Crime. He got through the bottomless track at Randwick a few weeks ago to win the first, and then the meeting was called off after that. And a True Crime... Beat Stone Coat there, so the rematch today. Show Court just on the jig jog there behind the starting gates. Two trials leading up to this. James McDonald rode Show Court at the trials, and he's put his hand up here on race day, but there's no market support out to $14. As Back Rower goes in, and the blinkers on Back Rower returning to the races today, and the intention is to be further forward. So back rower of $5 chances set and Wave Rider Boy moves in now. So we went on set time, show court, also horse number eight, Russian Warrior. And the Stone Coat is also out of line. First today going to Zaru. It was a bob of the head finish and Sam Clipperton there, desperate on Zaru, was able to push the nose down where it counted. Trained by Joe Burgess, nosing out Statesville. Rachel King and Rustley Crown who led them up in third, Reese Jones. So set time going forward, Tyler Schiller in the saddle on the roughy. So set time moving in on the last two now. Russian Warrior and a Stone Coat, two out of line. So here's Stone Coat going in. And we're all set now, ready to run. Here we go for race two. There's the light. And we're ready now at Rose Hill. 
Open race. Three-year-olds are off now, and Major Bill anticipated the start well and has given a vigorous ride, but True Crime quickly rolls up on the outside with the intent of leading. Back roll is pretty handy, followed then by uh, Stone Coat going into a forward roller. Clear from Wave Rider Boy. Further back to Yoshino, caught a bit deep from Ballistic Kids, then Manzois on the rails. Further back to Russian Warrior Septime and Show Court is back last and moving into a three-wide position. Down the side and Stone Coat zips to the lead at pace as well at the 750 stone coat two and a half on major bill two off to true crime then came back rower working up on the outside yoshino in advance of wave rider boy and show court gets onto the back of the other one there for a three wide trail further back to manzois from ballistic kids sep time and russian warriors last stone coat swings in front from major bill true crime back row the inside yoshino out wide trying to keep wave rider boy in a pocket they've got 300 metres to run. Stone Coat in front by length to Major Bill. Back rower goes to third. True Crime's gone. It's Major Bill laying it down to Stone Coat. Back rower. Wave Rider Boy. Manzois making ground but Major Bill just in front. They're all over the shop. It's Major Bill. Back rower lunges up the inside. Manzois might have beat the lot of them. Manzois right up the inside lunges and has gone close to beating Back rower and Major Bill. Then Stone Coat. Wave Rider Boy inches away. Further back to Russian Warrior True Crime Yoshino. Show court never in it. And a good margin back to Septime and Ballistic Kids. It's mm-hmm. a photo. Yeah, tighty. It could be nine. Man's voice, 11.52.90. But just hang on to your hats here. Four back rowers, 4.21.90. And seven Major Bill, 14.40 and 3.40. Right up the inside. Major Bill was right in it in the middle. Not giving an inch. Back rower going to the, to the other pair. And we've got Manzois right up the inside and back rower. They're the two, but Manzois will prevail. Manzois, number nine, has won it narrowly from back rower, Major Beal, and an inch away, Wave Rider Boy. Stand by for all placings. Stand by for the judges' verdict here and a gripping finish to the three-year-old race. Manzois, Kathy O'Hara going right up the inside. Three-year-old Colt by Al Manzor at a choice. Was runner-up to Major Beal at Wyong at his only start. And he's had a good tussle with that horse again today and beat him on this occasion. Nine is the winner. Beating back rower number four and seven Major Beal. Nine, four, seven and a six wave rider boy in fourth position. Well, time there is 118.59. 118.59. Nine is the winner. Nine, four, seven, six official. So that's uh, the uh, the wash up there from race number two, Rose Hill. Just awaiting the tote dividends to come through. We've got race two from Eagle Farm. It's winter racing and it's time to play. This Saturday for races one to four at Rose Hill Caulfield and Eagle Farm. Place a tote win bet and if your horse runs second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on races one to four at three big tracks this Saturday, only with TAB.
Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote, win bet only. TNC's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. So at the start at Eagle Farm, it's ice in Vancouver, the $1.90 favourite. Now, Rose Hill, nine-man Zoist was eleven fifty and two ninety. Four back row a $1.90. Seven major Beal, three forty and six four Wave Rider Boy. The Quinella, $28. Exact to $65. Trifecta, $560. First four, $2,305. The six nine double was $77, Darren. Well, I think one thing that's come out of the first two races, the fence has been gold. Manzois is about three fence, still six lengths off the leaders inside the 250, but that rails-hugging ride, Cathy O'Hara got the timing spot on, won it by a half-head, a short half-head between second and third. The time is 118.59, and 36.07 was the last uh, 600 metres. And uh, out of the first there, Zeru, I think, was uh, three fence. Statesville was locked up there for a while, and Rustley Crown led them, so the fence has been gold in races one and two. Race three on the card is the midway, and it's due at half-past 12. Nick Tycho at 5.50. Before we get to Brisbane where there's two minutes to bet, let's find a winner uh, at Morfittville now. Brett Davis, good afternoon. Hello, Simon. Uh, hello, everybody. Yes, Morfittville today. Track's now a heavy nine, so it's been downgraded a little more. And uh, I, think for that, I think for that reason, Simon, we probably need to go for a little bit of value here today. Uh, I'm going to suggest race eight, number four, Rising Legend. This horse is going to go around about 8 or $9 on tab fixed. He's ready to win. He's a horse that needs racing. He's had that now, and I'm tipping him race eight, number four, Rising Legend, a good each-way bet. I think the best of the day is race nine, number four, Glacius, one from the Clarken Yard, really nice horse. He's had the two starts for a win and a second. He's been uh, very well supported, $4 into two seventy. I think he's hard to beat. So they're the best today at Morfordville, race eight, number four, Rising Legend, each-way, race nine, number four, Glacius, to win. Thank you, Brett. Uh, we'll leave it there, pretty dodgy old line there to Brett Davis, but he had race eight, number four, Rising Legend, which is $11, Race 8, number 4. The other one was race 9, number 4, Glacius, which is currently at $2.20. Loading up at uh, Eagle Farm. Hi, I'm Lane Beachley for Cartridges for Planet Ark. You don't get to be a champion without dedication and perseverance. And it's the same with recycling. Join me as we celebrate recycling over 50 million printer cartridges. That's enough to cover 5,500 kilometres end-to-end, a distance wider than Australia. All that with a zero-waste-to-landfill guarantee. So find out how your small actions make a huge impact at Cartridges for Planet Ark. Remember the Golden Slipper over 20 years ago. Belle de Jour, how did jockey Lynn Beasley sit on? How did he win? With a big finish. A finish nearly as good as the one you get from a glass of Windy Peak wine. Try Windy Peak Chardonnay by De Bortoli. The out to 420, back to 390. Genzai the Wolf, the outsider, but some specking, 21 to 18. Ice in Vancouver, rock solid at 195, and Shamrock Lou, a decent mover, $8 down to five. So only five runners. Interesting race, though. We're just about ready to go. Racecourse Road goes up. Or about to go up. Goes in, and now they're all ready. Except for the second. Wow. Racing. 
Genzai the Wolf last out. Ice in Vancouver won the starter. Racecourse Road ridden for speed, trying to get up on the inside of Ice in Vancouver, and it will do so and keep the favourite one wide. But Ice in Vancouver has the length margin over Racecourse Road. F Troop goes to third. Shamrock Lou fourth and Genzai the Wolf last of the quintet. Travelling down the side, just over 600 metres left to run. Racecourse Road poking up again, keeping Ice in Vancouver one deep and making it work. They stride together onto the bend. Shamrock Lou slipping up to third on the rail. F Troop ready to peel to the outside and then Genzai the Wolf with the four in front of him in the straight. 300 left to run. Racecourse Road giving something. Ice in Vancouver is now under some pressure. F Troop is trying to rally on the outside and Shamrock Lou is bursting through a gap and coming ominously. Soon afterwards, Shamrock Lou raced up to Ice in Vancouver. F Troop is boxing away. Racecourse Road has run his race. Shamrock Lou's got the lead and Shamrock Lou's got the money. Beat home F Troop. Ice in Vancouver third. And either Racecourse Road or Genzai the Wolf for the fourth or fifth spot. Shamrock Lou, the winner. Shamrock Lou. Seven Shamrock Lou, Jimmy Byrne, 4.30 and 2.20. 2F Troop 170, no third for five, which is Ice in Vancouver. Now, we've got Caulfield not too far away. Their first race in four minutes. It's wonderful to have Dean Lester back, and he joins us now for late mail on the first. Caulfield race one, it's an open handicap over 1,600 metres. My number is seven, six, five and two. Not much between the top two chances. I'm going to go with Jimmy the Bear. I just think he's going to have position on track and be a little bit more advanced than Chief Eltony. They're both having very good winter campaigns. They've now got to go to open class, and I think Jimmy the Bear can make that step up, and I'm leaning his way. Chief Eltony just got too far back last start, was set an impossible task. Craig Williams going on is a plus. Number five thought of that. Looks the first leader of the day. He'll get down to the fence, blinkers back on, first up from a break. He'll give a good sight. And two Charlie Rose, she resumes probably better over further, but did run very well fresh first up last campaign. She can run a cheeky race. But I think Jimmy the Bear and Chief Eldon stand out with a leaning to Jimmy the Bear. My number's 7652. So 7652 from Dino. Let's take a, uh, a look at the figures here for Caulfield. So one vow and declare is $41, drifted from 26. Two Trali Rose has been 11 into nine. So a little bit of a nibble for her. Three Midnight Blue, 950 to 14. Four Sosie Bonds been 11 to 950. Five Thought of That, 440 into 360. Six Chief Altony, three forty out to three eighty, and seven Jimmy the Bear, the favourite, three dollars to three thirty. So at this point, it's thought of that the firmer, four forty into three dollars sixty, and Caulfield is due in three minutes. Eagle Farm seven two five four Genzai the Wolf ran fourth. Quinella was eight dollars. Exact to fifteen fifty. Trifecta thirty one dollars. First four sixty nine dollars, and the four seven double Brisbane sixteen dollars. And 90 cents. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. We still have New South Wales country racing today to come from Narandra with Paul Francis, the first Narandra, not until 16 after 1, so we'll uh, get best bets from Paul at around 12.40. Gambler Grange in the yard, race 2 due in 7. There is a late scratching. Number 4's come out, Astra Wally. 5 Ignacio's 2.25. 6 to 7 C's 370. And 10 Viburnum is at 480. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and 
and text. The Big Sports Breakfast. Monday morning from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open in New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. If you've been in a car accident and it's not your fault, you've got rights. I didn't know that. Yes, you have a legal right to a car similar to the one you were driving. Just call Right to Drive right where you are. They'll arrange an accident loan car to be delivered to your door. It'll keep you on the road until your car's ready to be picked up from the repairers. And it's at no cost to you. I didn't know that either. So if you've had an accident with another car that's not your fault, remember righttodrive.com.au. Conditions apply. The year 2018 and Kemantari takes out the Randwick Guineas with a big finish. But still, not a finish to compare with the finish on the palette from a glass of Windy Peak Pinot Noir. Ah yes, Windy Peak from the stable of De Bortoli winners. Pretty easy to pinpoint the tab mover here. Caulfield thought of that's into favourite now. 4.40 in a full roll to $3.40. Here's Matt Hill for the first on Lawrence Stakes Day. As we head towards another exciting spring uh, in Melbourne, the weather is certainly doing it for us uh, early in the day at least. In this uh, first event, three equal favourites uh, with books thought of that Chief Eltony, Jimmy the Bear, now Chief Eltony, just favourite, 380 into $3.30 with the 54 kilos, Craig Williams, it's not a bad mix. Next best would be Sosi Bon, uh, opened up at 13 into $9.50, you're getting $10 on the tote. Moving in, getting set for the first on Lawrence Day, this is the MRC first renewal, Michael Grumley handicap at 1600. They're filling the stalls well. Chief Elton, he goes up rideless. Jimmy the Bear is in with Tralee Rose. Thought of that midnight blue. Here is the 2019 Melbourne Cup winner, Vow and Declare. Loading forward with the Damien Lane and Sosie Bon will complete it. So field of seven for this opener. And the field is now locked away. We're about to get Lawrence Race Day underway at Caulfield. Signal from behind. Midnight Blue tries to anticipate the start. They're racing. Midnight Blue jumped away well. Chief Eltony no speed. Trully Rose jumped away quickly with Jimmy the Bear. And so Sibon on the outside as they work up the hill. Midnight Blue is tucked away with thought of that. Chief Eltony looking to improve its position now. And Val and Declare is last of the seven as they reach the top of the hill. 1,200 metres to go. So Sibon is going to slide up and take it easily in the end by about two and a half lengths. Second is Jimmy the Bear. Thought of that as third. Charlie Rose's fourth one off the fence. A couple of lengths away. Midnight Blue Chief Eltony and Val and Declare is at the end of the field. So Sosie Bon strung them out as they reach the railway side with 900 metres to go. It's Sosie Bon by three lengths. Jimmy the Bear. Charlie Rose's third. A length thought of that and then came Chief Eltony. Two for the back is Midnight Blue and Val and Declare is at the end of the field. 700 metres to go. So Sibon with Luke Nolan. They try and fill up the lungs. Two lengths, Jimmy the Bear, Trilly Rose. A 
length and a quarter thought of that. And then came Chief Eltony, who's just inched a bit closer, followed by Val and Declare and Midnight Blue as they come up towards the turn. Sosi Bon with 450 metres to go. Still has a bit left, led by two lengths to Jimmy the Bear, who crabbed round the corner. Then came thought of that to the outside Chief Eltony with a bit to do from Midnight Blue. Sosi Bon, 200 metres to go in front, but Jimmy the Bear is hunting it down. Jimmy the Bear up to Sosi Bon, then Chief Eltony. But Jimmy the Bear, 100 metres to go, is racing clear and will win again. Jimmy the Bear first from Sosi Bon, Chief Eltony, then Midnight Blue, Vow and Declare. Second last thought of that and last, Trilee Rose. Jimmy the Bear, 350 and $2.10. Billy Egan for Patrick Payne. It's now won four of its past five. He knows how to win. This gelding by Jimmy Creed out of Belvedere Road. Win six at start ten, and Patrick Payne has had him flying. Jimmy the Bear, despite a, a little bit of a betting drift, was $3 out to three sixty, starting equal second favourite. Has been too strong for Sosi Bon, enjoying the speed set by Sosi Bon. The nine-year-old uh, rolling out with a generous enough gallop for a field of seven. And Jimmy was there to strike with the rail out nine metres, just wandered around the corner a little, but uh, has worn down Sosi Bon with Chief Eltony. It was always going to be a task uh, from where it was around the turn. It uh, has run on into third place for another placing. Seven, four and six. Seven, four, six. Fourth, number three, Midnight Blue. Fifth one, Bound to Clear. 136.79 the time. 136.79. Seven, four, six and three with more to follow after the opener. Good to see uh, Dean Lester on the board there. One start, one win. Seven, Jimmy the Bear paid 331.90. Four, Sosie Bond, 330. No third, six, Chief Alton. 3 was 4th Midnight Blue. The Quinella paid 14.20. Exact at 24.30. Trifecta $48. First for $321. Race 2 Caulfield is due at a quarter to one. And the early favourite is American Angel at $5. So they're at the gates. Kembler, Wayne Harris has got the 5 on top over 6, 10 and 2. 5 is Ignacio. It's the $2.40 favourite by Burnham Next Best at $3.90. Correct way legal farm on 7, 2, 5 and four correct ways. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. The very best of US racing seven days a week. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast. Monday morning from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Let's get uh, to Mitch now for race number two at Kembla. Was second at Scone first up to a horse that's since won again. Won at Port Macquarie yesterday. $3.80 for Burnham, who was third here last time around. Zach Lloyd takes the ride again. That trio do dominate the betting. There's a decent gap out to Oblique on the fourth line. So getting set rather well. Mad Darcy about to come up. Now the rider of Dapper Star has just been dislodged as the horses got loose of the barrier attendant there. He can't go too far because they're right up the chute, but um, 
He was going into the stalls and he's dislodged Sean, who's quite okay, Sean Geimer. And um, the horse didn't go far at all, so no real uh, damage done there. Beaumonde goes up into the stalls. Obliques away from the gate, so there's just two out now. Dapper Stars colours look um, very similar to uh, Vow and Declare, who just uh, raced in Melbourne. Have to double check that, but uh, orange, white epaulette sleeves and quartered cap. I think they're uh, similar interests. Now, oblique to come forward and complete it. So Ignatio 260, 350, the seven C's, 390, Viburnum. Oblique goes up now. Second race, Astrawally delayed scratching after it was fractious in the tie-ups. Taken out at 11.56. Stand by for a start. waiting for a red light. Blinks now, racing immediately, and Dapper Star bombed the kick. Missed it five lengths. The seven C's bounce well with Viburnum and going forward as Charles Ford on their outside. Just off those as Rudyard misses, got to fourth, but pretty wide. Ignatio fifth, one off, and Mad Darcy sixth of paint. Two lengths away next to Hail to the Queen midfield up on the outside of Leonay's lunch. Beaumonde then followed a bleak and tailed right off as Dapper Star. 700 metres left at Travel the seven C's and Charles Ford at it together. Rudyard misses third and fourth for Burnham in behind those. Then followed Ignatio fifth before the bend with Mad Darcy on the rail. Hail to the Queen, two lengths away. Leonay's lunge, then a bleak Beaumonde and five away. Dapper Star around the bend. The seven C's narrowly from Charles Ford. Rudyard miss for Burnham gets into the clear. Ignatio now called upon by Penza. Then followed Mad Darcy, Hail to the Queen and a bleak. 250 out for Burnham. Uh, with a sharp turn of foot, hit the front and got away here from the seven seas. Ignatio couldn't go with them. Mad Darcy's running on late, but it's Viburnum in front. A little wayward, but clear, and Viburnum's too good. Beat Mad Darcy, three quarters of a length, the seven seas third. Ignatio fourth, then followed by Hail to the Queen. Further back to Oblique, and then Beaumonde, Charles Fort, Leonay's lunch, Rudyard miss. And with a bit to learn, Dapper Star last in. Viburnum, number 10. Was travelling well in behind the speed, got the split at the right time and showed a good turn of foot and got away while Mad Darcy was trying to get into the clear. Ignatio couldn't quite go on with the job, likewise the seven C's. And Viburnum's the one. Number 10, Viburnum breaking through at start number five. Zach Lloyd, James Cummings. So 10 for Burnham, the Godolphin runner, was 391.60. 12 Mad Darcy, second, 3.30. 6 to 7 C's, 1.50. And 5 fourth Ignacio. Late scratching for sub was five. Quinella $31. Exactor $59. Trifecta $179. First four, $513. The double ten, $11.80. $11 now they're moving up. At the Gold Coast, uh, race number two here. It's immediate response, two dollars and twenty-five cents. All profit has gone into gate number one. So one in and six to be loaded. Immediate response, two thirty. Sumner Miller back to three twenty. Fabulous thinker, the first starter, has drawn gate number two. 
So fabulous thinker walks up into gate number two. A mare having her first race start, a four years old, immediate response. And Yvette Lewis walk up into gate number three. Up to 2.30 on the QOP, immediate response. As Sumner Miller's down to 3.10, attracting the late support. Immediate response, 2.30, tab fixed, and Sumner Miller, 3.10, tab fixed. So Sumner Miller about to walk up towards the stalls, drawn gate number six. Second of nine today in the first leg of the early quaddy. The burger's still out, Lion King is still out as Sumner Miller goes in. Here's the burger coming up, walking up into the stalls. Starter's heading around towards his spot. Lion King is drawn on the outside of the field of seven. Is loaded away. Immediate response will run the favourite. Lights on, gates are back and they're away. All profit, fabulous thinker, immediate response, the burger. All came out very quickly in front of Rose Giselle, Sumner Miller and Lion King wide had dropped out to the rear as All Profit led around the first turn. At the half mile marker, All Profit in front but the burger wide quickly revved up and joined All Profit and they break a length and a half over Fabulous Thinker on the inside of Lion King who's travelling deep. Then Rose Giselle, immediate response is second last and Sumner Miller is being heeled along at the back of the seven when they reach the top of the lane with 400 metres left to run. All profit on the fence. The burger deeper out. Lion King three wide. Immediate response has now gone up four deep. They're clear of Rose Giselle. Fabulous thinker and Sumner Miller. Immediate response of the 200 sprinted out in the middle, went to the front. Sumner Miller comes after immediate response. Immediate response tackled by Sumner Miller the professor's going home too well. Sumner Miller drew away, beat immediate response, all profit. Fourth between Lion King, wide, Rose Giselle the rail, then the burger and fabulous thinker, last of all. Okay, so uh, that was the Gold Coast there at eight. Sumner Miller there. Luke Dittman was three dollars and a dollar eighty for immediate response one fifty, and no third dividend for twelve all profit. Uh, tomorrow morning on the BSB weekend with Bulldog and Ray, we'll catch up with South Sydney Chairman Blake Solly. That's at nine o'clock tomorrow. Uh, the BSB weekend back from seven in the morning. Right, so they're pretty close at Morfordville after this. We'll take a board for Rose Hill there in the yard for race three. But in Adelaide, it's Alpha Flight, the $1.50 favourite. It's a heavy nine for Spring Stakes Day Adelaide. Here's Brett Davis. $1.50 Alpha Flight favourite in the opening event of the day. Todd Panel favourite in the tap jockey challenge today at $1.70. So not far off a jump. First of the afternoon... Alpha Flight race favourite, odds on. Welcome everybody to Morfittville, Spring Stakes Day. Gates open, they're often racing in the first and Seattle Grace wider out jumped pretty nicely and is up vying for the lead along with Alpha Flight. Third position, more reward and then just sneaking back is looks like a lady who gets to the outside of Fizzy Bubbly and two further back is last of all Bonnie Gangster. So the favourite now on top, Alpha Flight leading by a length, 6.50 metres to run. Second position is Seattle Grace, Fizzy Bubbly through to third on the inside of more reward and then looks like a 
Lady and Bonnie Gangster's the last one. Alpha Flight coasting along on the lead from Seattle Grace and Fizzy Bubbly leaders back. Then more award looks like a lady as the leader starts to quicken and Bonnie Gangster's last of all. Alpha Flight still pretty much held together as they turn for home. Fizzy Bubbly, Seattle Grace, Bonnie Gangster looks like a lady and then more reward. But the leader is Alpha Flight. It's going strongly. Alpha Flight opened up about four or five lengths. Bonnie Gangster looks like a lady. Then more rewards. Seattle Grace and Fizzy Bubbly. But Alpha Flight in one race. The rest are in another. And Alpha Flight, short price favourite, wins the first. Alpha Flight scores by two and a half to Bonnie Gangster. Uh, third, either more reward or looks like a lady. And then Fizzy Bubbly. And at the tail is Seattle Grace. So on Alpha Flight, Ben Price was 131.10. Six Bonnie Gangster, 550. Photo finished third. Rose Hill, the midways, only six minutes away from now. Jock Logley joins Dave Stanley every Thursday morning on Racing HQ. Now, runners are preparing to leave the yard for the running of the third midway handicap at Rose Hill. Oxford Tycoon, $10. Noble Soldier, 16 Prince Aurelius at 10 Bella Spar at $8.50. Quite solid at that quote. Um, but they're going to ride Bella Spar conservatively. Nick Tock drawn barrier one. Uh, $5.50 about Nick Tock, and now the favourite. Tulco Lake into six fifty. That's a short enough from $8 this morning. Diva Bella out to 14. La Jolie Fee at 26. Oakfield Arrow, 11. Bullet Wing, who was nine fifty earlier, has trimmed down to seven fifty. Kobe Jennings will make the weight now of 56. Uh, one more Sapphire, $13. Macomo at 17 Nick Tox just wound out to $6 now, but is still the favourite in this desperately open market. Very typical midway sort of market, isn't it? $6 Nick Tock in front of Chilco Lake has been best backed in the race overall, six fifteen. They're just stepping out onto the track now. The third's due in four minutes. At the Gold Coast, it was 8, 4, 12 and 9 ran fourth, which was uh, Rose Giselle. So what we might do is pick up our mounting guard coverage on Central heading into the third race at Rose Hill. Having a look at number 10 here in the yard, Oakfield Arrow. See, because she just didn't quite handle the, um, the quick back up off that first up run on a very wet track. So she's bounced back. She looks really good. Bullet wing is Kobe Jennings. He may just lack the experience of a few here, but he's been well placed to win two of four starts. And the market, and he's a stable mate of Oakfield Arrow, and the market's telling me that he's he's probably more fancied. So yeah, you've got to respect. Just comparing to the two of Kristen's horses, they both look really good. Um, I couldn't pick one over the other, to be honest. This horse looks great. Uh, Great. I thought the win the other day was good and that'll give him confidence. Uh, one more Sapphire, another one from Wyong, Tracy Bartley, Tommy Berry. Yeah, he's had one trial off uh, 113 days off. He's not a noted first up performer. Uh, the market's the best guide, so um, we'll have a look at that late market with him, see if there's any moves. Uh, the run will do him the world of good, obviously. He needs to step up over further. I guess where he gets to in the run will be the question. If he's not going to make up ground, um, it might be a little bit hard for him, but uh, the run will do him the world of good. Macomo, Kerry Parker, Tyler Schiller. Well, he's third up now. I would have liked to have seen a more fight from him second up, but they put the blinkers back on him and he could improve. Looks great. Blinkers on, he's really fired up. He's um, really pumped himself up since Tyler's gotten on, so he's one that I throw in the mix for sure. OK. Christian Buchanan, I'm going to put you right on the spot. You've got two runners. Who do you think's the better chance? Look, given barriers and... Uh, it's very hard to split them, to be honest. The mayor 
hasn't produced quite up to the level of expectation at a last start. They have excuses for her with a 10-day backup off an awful, uh, awful track at her first up run. Um, you can't knock bullet wings form. He's been terrific. Cannot draw a barrier yep. to save my soul. But um, look, he's obviously the fence is is quite comfortable today and probably where we want to be. So he'll be positive from the outset and roll forward. Um, she's also going to be handy thereabouts. You haven't answered my question yet. <laughs> I'm <laughs> really hard to split them. Um, either of them could win this race, depending yeah. on how things unfold. Yeah, it's all about tactics and how it unfolds. Absolutely, yeah. and there's quite a bit of speed here, so that's probably maybe going to make it hard for Bullet Wing coming across from out wide, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Kobe's got a level head, so he'll make good decisions there. One good barrier, one bad barrier. Good luck. Thank you. There's Christian Buchanan. It was a tough question to answer, really, given the circumstances. Shani, what do you think? Oh, I thought it was tough to separate both of Christian's horses, so I'm not putting either on top. I'm going to put Macomo on top. Um, I just keep coming back to him. He looked great. He really pumped up. Um, he's got the blinkers on, and he's third run into preparation now. He's a big boy, so he's probably taken a few runs. Nick Tox another one that presented in nice order. 7, 5, 8 and 6. Look, anything goes. Anything goes here. I'm 7, 5, 8 and 6. Um, I'll stay with my original numbers. If she has any luck, she'll go late. I think she can burst through and be strong here. Uh, a bit of a minefield this race. Bella Spar's going to go back from that outside draw. Needs a miracle, but if that she gets one, she's capable because you'd expect they're going to really run here now. Uh, eight, Diva Bella's an improver. And I'll throw in six, Nick Tocky, just uh, missed the consistency railing up just behind the leaders. The one I wanted to uh, really punk up the lip list here is Bullet Wing, number 11, the lightly raced horse. But seven, five, eight and six, Tim. Yeah, wide open as always in these midways. But Nick Tocky's still your favourite. Surprisingly easy considering it's drawn barrier one. It's been 480 out to $6 today. Uh, Chilco Lake, your tip, Ronnie. Um, it was the first horse we laid on Wednesday. They took the $11, and it's very firm today, just holding at that $7 mark. Bullet Wing's been well-backed all week, $15 Wednesday. It bottomed out at a $7 quote. It's just getting a little bit easy now, just out to that $8 mark. I suppose that's just with that awkward barrier. Might be in trouble in May struggle to find the fence here. Prince Aurelius has been a big go today. As much as $16 this morning, and it's, pretty, it's been the best firmer all day. It's now into $8.50. It's a horse that will go forward too, so I'm not surprised that there has been money for it. Bellis Bois getting a little bit easy now, out to $9. Oakford Arrow has support at 